like, I want to try more. So I want to explore that too. Now, the problem is you only have so much time in the day right. to explore all the alcohol. Right. Because if all you're doing is drinking all day, then I yeah. think you're Eric. <laughs> <laughs> That is true. Yeah, we are. And we have cool, cool cocktails. Indeed. I can take my shoes off and rest them on the concrete. Yeah, that's a very good point. (laughs) And we're recording already, so that's going going on there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So welcome to Tap That Easy Podcast, brought to you by Arizona Food and Beer. We are at Adventurous Stills in Tempe, Arizona, with Kelly. The man. Kelly. Yes. (laughs) Chase. Chase. Told me about the event. He is excited for me to come, and then he's not here. I know. <laughs> Chase. He told me that. What a slacker. Yeah. He's well, got some like have a soup by falls uh, hike or something. Yeah, going he's on. been looking. He's been here in Arizona for <laughs> eight years or seven years, whatever. And he's super into the outdoors. And this is an opportunity finally yeah. to go to have a soup pie. Oh, and he wasn't sure. passing it up for anything. I you can go to it. have a soup pie anytime. You kind of can. Except for the fact that you have to like go through the lottery to like get a yeah, permit. Yeah, the permits are yeah. Can't. Right. Yes, yes. Right, right. Well, I have a guest host as well. Yeah. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah. So I'm Paige Garrick Denny. I host a whiskey podcast called Neatly on the Rocks. So thanks for asking me to co-host with you, Eric. This is awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. This is—I was so excited to find a local whiskey podcast. So I might hijack some of your episodes one of these days. I would love that. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I think we should partner up as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. This is a great start. So yeah. what the hell is going on here, Kelly? Well, so today we are having a bar takeover, uh, hosted by Adventure Stills. But uh, Iconic Cocktail and Arizona Bitters Labs have joined together with our spirits to make great cocktails. Um, so their concoctions, they've made six cocktails that uh, out of you know, using their, their products and our spirits. And they're great, great cocktails that you can make by yourself at home without having a whole bunch of crazy stuff in your fridge. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, I love cocktails. But I'm not going to, I don't have limes around. I don't have all these crazy mixers and all this stuff. <laughs> I like how it he takes, says crazy ingredients. Well, and the first thing he like says is limes. To yeah. make a, well, <laughs> yeah. limes. Right. In limes. my life, crazy. limes are crazy. Like, what am I going to have limes for? <laughs> really? Awesome. Come on. Limes, mint? Nah, yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, so the point is, with like four basic ingredients with, with, with their mixers, you make a great cocktail. It's something you can do at home. And, and uh so I don't know, something we, we thought we'd get together to do. It's good promotion, and I think it's a, a great, great concept. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the cocktails. I'm on my second. Page, <laughs> I only got my first. Page, yeah, page, page yourself, Paige. I page walked yourself. in the door. I will. <laughs> no. I walked in the door and was like, "All right, cocktail time." Um, so my first one was the gin cocktail. That's what I'm drinking now. And it's so good. It is good. It's really refreshing. Yep. A little sweet, not too sweet. Yep. And then yep. now I'm on the Copper State. Ah, so I was here when they were so making good. that. We were, we were experimenting last week trying to figure out what kind of cocktails to make. And so I've tasted that one, but yeah. I haven't had it yet. I was surprised. So the Copper State has um, some cocoa nib. Yep. Um, so it's made with our nib. yeah, with and our bourbon, with, which has got the chocolatey yes. back notes too. Right, exactly. And the Peraltas, I mean... People talk all the time about how it, you can't mimic age and you can't speed up the process. And you guys don't speed up the process, but you make a bourbon that's, I mean, what's the Peralta age at right now that we're probably drinking? Like it's probably 11 months, months old. It's yeah. So you say stellar. you can't age it, but, yeah, but you, we it's, do. It's stellar. And it's <laughs> we, really, we do age it fast. It's yeah. amazing. It's a, it's a killer bourbon. Yeah, it's, um, uh, you know, it's, it's, 
industry tradition that, that, and marketing that makes people think that it has exactly. to be, it's got to be seven years old before it's any good. It's not yeah. true. No, it's not. Uh, not true. Yeah. It's, it's, you have to know what you're doing to do it more quickly, right. but right. it can be done. The quality that goes in the still is what... That's part of it. Yeah. It's a lot of things, It's actually. a lot of things, a lot yeah. Of things, well, that falls behind the, the name Adventurous Stills, right? You guys are just going to be adventurous with it. Like, yeah. let's do it. Well, that was actually driven more by economics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have Come a pocketbook. On, Kelly, I don't have a pocketbook to keep this place <laughs> Economics is not years. exciting. <laughs> yeah, adventurous. You're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, what's, it, what's adventurous about our bourbon? Yeah. It's find me another bourbon with a chocolate pack now. Mm-hmm. That's true. what we did this adventure. And that's yeah. what pairs so well with this cocoa nib. That's right product from Iconic. It's yep. it's gorgeous. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Those, you know, Matt is, uh, I guess I don't know Bill's bartending chops, but Matt is uh, quite a genius back there. We, we, we taste things and, and well, that, that's pretty good, but maybe, maybe, you know, it's missing something and you flash a little bitters or whatever and bang wow that's it that's great wow so and it's, it's that's where their their expertise comes in yep. right of mixing yep. these things yep. and yep. yeah yeah we you know it was, i mean they're great local companies which is super cool but both iconic and arizona bitters labs have just really they're just really interesting products if you just take a smell of the of the iconic mixers, it's like mm, that's pretty damn good by itself. Maybe I'll just drink it. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I can imagine like mixing it in with some seltzer water exactly. or something just exactly. for like people who don't drink. Uh, yeah, or, like, oh, for like little your kids, kids or something. Or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like my nieces and nephews. And I think yeah. they actually do that. They've got recipes for putting in your tea or whatever. Not, yeah. not that I do that, you know. Yeah. But right, you're right. Good. It just goes with the alcohol. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. right. That's Throw right. some limes in there. Yeah. Who else? Yeah. Get, what else? Get crazy. <laughs> crazy with me. No lines for me. Was it the was it the Peralta just won the San Francisco Spirit? Yes, we're super excited about that. That's Silver awesome. medal yeah. at San Francisco International Spirits competition. So cool. Yeah, that's um, you know we had hopes for a, for a gold, of course, but uh, you know whatever. <laughs> Maybe next year. Gotcha. Maybe next year. <laughs> Politics, right? Yeah, economics. Right. We didn't have the right connections. Damn economics. Uh, again. We're super excited yeah. about a silver medal for. I mean, so San Francisco is the arguably the pre, the, the eminent uh, competition in the world. I mean, maybe London is possibly bigger, but it's certainly top tier. Yeah. And so for us to get a silver is, is super great. Yeah. And we've been doing this for a year and a half, and uh, so we're super excited about that, and yeah. nowhere to go but up from here. So yeah. it's great. Well, things have changed. Like, so we were talking. So we did an episode. We recorded it in July. It was released in August. Yeah, I can't believe that was a year. I know. Ago. I can't believe it either. Like, we were thinking, oh, was that like three weeks ago? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. no, <laughs> Kelly, it was July actually. <laughs> but things have changed. I mean, you guys have added equipment. You you moved the cage. The, yeah, the yeah. cage has moved back in there. Um, you've got th- this wasn't here. All yeah, these barrels much, sitting here just probably two or three times as many barrels as the last time you were yeah. here. Yeah, and that's uh, gonna do nothing but get. More, more crowded. Nice. That's a good thing, though. <laughs> that's right. That that's is right. a good thing. So and you've got yep. a big, gorgeous new still. Yeah. It's, uh, I just just moved that over here last this week, actually, Monday. Um, been working on it since January. It's a 600-gallon stripping still. I haven't verified this, but I think I'm just going to say it anyway. It's the biggest still in Arizona, so we're wow. really excited about that. Okay. I'm yeah. going to go about verifying that now. <laughs> I know. We'll, we'll superimpose like a voice. This is the third biggest still in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I won't, I won't do that to you. Let's. I'll, I'll, go I'll cheers yeah, to the, to the biggest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, where did you? Where Where's this come from? Where, where do you even go? Well, about? we built it. Uh, you know. You guess, yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, it's. You know, this is a stripping still, so it's stainless steel. Doesn't need to be copper. Um, we start off. With, you know, just the same story as our copper stills. We start off with flat sheets of, of stainless steel, and 
since since stainless steel is really hard to work with, so I actually hired some guys to roll it into cylinder shapes before we welded them together. And you can see the the dome has a uh, it kind of looks like a grain silo. It's got okay. uh, mm -hmm. some bends in it to make the the cone shape at the top. And so I hired these same guys to do that. And then we welded it together, and I've been welding and welding and welding. And you know, it doesn't really look like it, but there's about 150 feet of weld on there. And welding stainless steel is a big pain in the neck. And, um, <laughs> so anyway, it's uh, it's basically ready. The crazy thing is, we're missing uh, only the heating elements. Is, is the last part. <laughs> Turns out I small detail. Yeah, yeah, I specified something out of unobtainium, and I ended up uh, <laughs> I ended up having to get it out of Michigan, and so it's uh, getting freighted from Michigan. And so hopefully next oh, week we'll actually have the thing working. Wow. Nice. So, um, for people who haven't listened to the the episode with you guys, they have to go back listen to the whole story, right? Sure. But kind of explain like what makes your whiskey like your spirit special. Like you guys are what is it? Grain glass, sure. right? Grain glass is well, of course the things we talk about the most is local, right? Mm -hmm. So we are grain to glass, but we use local grains where we can. Uh, Durham wheat out of there's a. Uh, Arizona Grain Co-op in Casa Grande, and then we just, like three months ago, brought on a corn supplier out of the Four Corners area. It's grown on the Ute Mountain Indian Reservation. Oh, wow. They have okay. non-GMO, pesticide-free corn, so we're super excited about that. So local grains, um, in addition to the grain to bottle. And then, of course, you know we're single-batch pot stills, so we're making cuts and you know, getting the heads and tail cuts just right. And those nuances really make a difference when you're trying to make a top-notch spirit. Yeah. You know, that's how you get a silver medal winning spirit with only being around for a year and a half. Yeah. We're, we're taking the, the extra work to make it to make it right. Yeah. So how do you go about honing those chops of pulling huh. the right the right spirit at the right time? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I wish I knew the answer. <laughs> because you do a brilliant job of it, to be honest. Because, so. you know, my answer, unfortunately, makes it sound really easy. And maybe it is easy. My answer is that we took a swing at it and we put some spirits in the barrel with our best guess of what the heart should be and it it tasted great. <laughs> so, yeah, all, right. Whoops, all right, that one's cool. a tough. So a little bit of serendipity, maybe. Yeah. I, I think so. You yeah. know, I mean, certainly we tried to educate ourselves and take our best shot at what we thought was the right thing to do. But how do you how do you educate your how do you calibrate your taste buds? I don't know. We, you I just think we, keep tasting, right? Yeah, right, right. We, <laughs> we kept oh, tasting. Oh, that doesn't and, taste good. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Someone's passed out in the morning. Yeah. Okay, it went really well last night. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> no more no more attempting to calibrate your taste buds. You're done. Right. Oh man, that's great though. Like that's because whatever you guys are doing, it's working, and this is Thanks. Uh, yeah. Um, like I I'm a big like when I was ordering my drink, I was like um, I can't remember the guy's name from AZ Bitters. Dave? Bill. Bill. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bill. Uh, his name, Bill. I'll just superimpose that in there, too. Uh, but uh, he's like, what do you normally drink? I'm like, beer or straight whiskey. Like, I don't ever mix anything. So yeah. Because it's a pain in the neck. You don't have any limes. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Those I'm sifting the <laughs> Looking for through the cans. I'm like, there's beans. Like, where are the can of limes? My wife's like, you know nothing about limes. I'm like, yeah, obviously. Uh, but, uh, but this was fantastic. So I chose the Salt River Project. Um, for some reason, it has a monkey hanging off of it, but I love the monkey. Though. There's another thing I don't have at the house: right? any monkeys. I know <laughs> the garnishes plastic? are a problem. Yeah, this the is dried like uh, lime. <laughs> right? Like, is that a yeah. flavored <laughs> monkey, or is it just sitting I there? I think it's just sitting there. <laughs> it's plastic. It's not like a edible. 3D. Oh, okay. um, you guys remember the what were those things called? The shrinky dings, maybe. No, no? the monkeys. The remember oh, the yes. barrel of monkeys. Yes, oh, barrel yeah, of monkeys. but this is like the 3D version. Oh, like, really? This is yeah, very colorful. Yeah, there's no flavor on it, but 
probably not even sugar. But I'm going to keep that, though. That's that's a that's a killer. So when I go places, you know how you can put things on your drinks, like the little things on the wine glasses? There you this go. is my new drink. I love that. I like it. A drink monkey. Like yeah. Your drink monkey. But this uh, Salt River Project, this was fantastic. It was the Papago rum, spiced honey, grapefruit fleur de sel. Yeah, I don't know what that good is. Good job. Yeah, you know, that, that was that good? Yeah. accurate. Lime leaf nah. juice. Or wait, lime. Yeah, lime leaf juice. Wait, lime juice, lime leaf tonic, and 12 drops of Mikasa. That's the bittering. Right. Yeah. Right. But there was, uh, oh, yeah, garnish. There was a garnish of mint on there, too. <laughs> I threw lime that in the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have something against mint, huh? <laughs> yeah, I do. I, don't, I do not like mint. Honestly, I'm glad they didn't put it on there because I wouldn't have ordered it because I don't like mint. Really? But the mint was just a garnish, and ah. this drink is fantastic. Yeah. Mm. I just mint and horseradish are the two things that I don't really weird get into it yeah that is interesting i know yeah. it's very interesting yeah these guys are eyeballing me this is getting a little bit weird i, well, right, we, we gotta, I hate bananas we gotta go oh. really I'm a, I'm a no banana person too yes! <laughs> i am not the only person we just we just high five just i found my something people. wrong about bananas i don't they're know gross. what it is they're so disgusting <laughs> well maybe it's they're gross like that's, that's the it. thing about them that's yeah it. yeah yeah and people are always like oh you should try this whiskey it has like a little bit of banana flavor and i will try anything and then I'll be like, oh, God. Uh, banana. Well, banana, banana flavor, I agree with you 100%. Banana flavor is disgusting. But, like, bananas themselves, what I do is I put them in, like, freeze them and put them in a blender with peanut butter. Uh, That's oh. really good. The yeah. only way They're I've ever liked gagging. them is, like, the Bluth banana. The like, Bluth. frozen banana covered <laughs> yeah, in chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. It's frozen, so you can't really taste the banana so much. <laughs> and you get full-on chocolate. That's true. <laughs> that is true. There's money in the banana stand. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The rest of development is going to sponsor the podcast. That now. is a great show. <laughs> yes. I would love if they sponsored it. Yes. But, uh, all right, Kelly. Well, hey, we'll let you get going. All right. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Thanks for, for having me. Thanks for coming. on. This is great. We'll talk yeah. to you again soon. Awesome. So my second guest is also my co-host here. Hi. <laughs> yes. So Paige, what is going on? You know, drinking lots of whiskey. <laughs> drinking whiskey. Talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I'm into that. Um, so tell me about the podcast. So it started in January. I've been a whiskey lover for, I don't know, probably a decade. Um, and... My husband has a podcast about uh, a ASU football, okay. and he was like, you love talking to people, you love whiskey, like it's obviously your obsession. Um, Not a passion. It's, obsession. Yeah, it's, it's an obsession. <laughs> yeah. yeah, as you can tell by the fact that like I my bar has no room left on it. It's yeah. all just covered in whiskey bottles, <laughs> and they're nice. all mostly full. Um, so proof I'm not an alcoholic mom. Um, (laughs) They're just there to taste (laughs) when I need it. That's right. Um, and so I decided to, um, I don't know, just like started as a creative outlet Yeah. and I kind of went into it thinking if nobody listens or if just only like friends and family listen, it's still, it's like my passion and I get to talk about something I love and, um, it's growing and I'm super excited about it. And yeah, I just get getting to talk about your favorite thing on the planet is pretty fantastic it's pretty awesome <laughs> yeah. it really is yeah and when it's alcohol too we've got a guest do you want to jump on yes a guest oh uh, yes yes she has the same monkey drink as i do with the mint with the mint the mo- monkey mint drink yes <laughs> we'll, we'll continue on with Paige's story here in a second that's right we have an opportunity to interview the photographer of hold on you need to put on your headphones. And also, I need to turn up your microphone. That would probably <laughs> <That's> help. That's helpful. <laughs> I'll just drink my cocktail over here. Oh, you got your headphones on. Yeah. Okay. I have these. <laughs> yes. So, 
Who are you? I'm Kaylee. Um, I'm one of the co-owners of Iconic Cocktail Co. It's okay. me and my fiance, Matt. Um, so we make the sweet component of the cocktails that you are enjoying Ooh, today. Nice. So, and then we're here today with a AZ, uh, AZ Bitters Lab. So, yeah. yeah. And then Adventure Stills. Everything that you need to make a cocktail at home. Absolutely. Exactly. And printouts of things to make your own cocktails exactly. at home. Yeah, with instructions and everything. Yeah, mm -hmm. so did you guys come into this event, like, creating cocktails specifically so mm -hmm. that people could replicate this at home yeah. without much... It was, like, uh, I think a week and a half ago that Bill and Matt and I and uh, uh, Chase all kind of got behind their bar and used everyone's product and put together some recipes. Um, my job, I'm not the bartender. I just make everything look good. Matt's <laughs> the bartender. Yeah. Um, I, my job was just to take notes and then just kind of, like, take all of their thoughts and then put it into a menu so we could deliver it to the masses. So. Yeah. I like how you made, like, you drew the glasses, too. I did not draw those. Well, not draw. The internet drew those <laughs> for me. Good job, like, internet. Your lines Good are job, super internet. sharp. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. No, I did I did add the little flamingo on the flamingo cocktail. Okay, yes. I love okay. that. Nice, that was I did, a, too. A girl after my own heart with puns mm, yeah. and plays on words. That was Matt. The little flamingo I icon, that was me. So. Okay, I love that. all right. I love it. Like it's yeah, and it's great that you guys outline like the recipes. Like, and so did you know any of these guys before? We met um, Chase and Jeff and Kelly from Adventure Stills a couple months ago. Oh no, I think it was about a year ago. Okay. Uh, Bill and Lil from uh, AZ Better Labs were kind of like our friends from the start when we started bottling. I remember meeting them, and it was almost like a celebrity. Yeah. Like, how do you guys do this? Like, yeah. teach us. We have no idea what we're doing. Yeah. Um, and so we've been friends with them since the beginning. Um, so, yeah, we they approached us and wanted to do something really fun. And with Iconic, what we're all about is um, the home bartenders and being able to recreate a cocktail at home. Our method for mixing for all of our mixers are two ounces of spirit, one ounce of our mixer, and then a half ounce of tart, meaning lemon, lime, grapefruit juice. And then you can introduce other flavors like bitters, sparkling water. You can serve them up or over ice. Um, so the idea behind the recipe card was like, okay, cool, you're here. You like your spirit. You like the mixer. You like the bitters. This is everything you need to just go home and recreate this cocktail at home. Yeah. Um, and we'll help. So, yeah. yeah. That's nice. awesome. And you get to taste it. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. yeah. And the monkey, was the monkey your idea? Nope. That was Bill. Yeah. Bill. Yeah. It's good. Classic it's Bill. The, the one we're drinking right now, so we named it the Salt River Project. Yeah. Just to pull in another um, Arizona reference for, sur for sure. And then uh, a tiki cocktail is usually just a lot of moving parts. Are you tiki? Yeah, they're complicated. Yeah. Yeah. That's And, like, there's a lot of garnish. There's a lot of finesse to them um <laughs> and so this cocktail has three of our mixers in it and like i think it's like 12 drops of the bitters i saw that 12 yeah. drops mm -hmm. yeah 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 and then um i i'm pretty sure on the recipe card i said something like seriously all of the garnish that you have just put it in the cocktail that's what you're <laughs> supposed to do so ah <laughs> oh, man she wouldn't have liked what i did then right <laughs> i saw the mint i bit it to see if it was mint it was mint and i, I not a mint fan i'm not a mint fan no but I'm a fan the of this He loves drink. the cocktail. Oh, That's good. it's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you tell? I'm like. The mint just makes it look fancy. Yes. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. I like it. Yes. And I like cocktails in the sense that, like, if you watch Chopped or any of the Food Network shows, and the judges are like, oh, my God, cocktail, like, garnishes that you can't eat. That's a no-no. That's a no-no. But with yeah. cocktails, 
you can play with the garnish True. to we, a point. I mean, you don't want yeah. it to be like out of control, but there's a lot of more, like, a lot more creativity allowed. Totally. Another one of our cocktails tonight definitely has a, um, a piece of candy in it. Um, our goal was to use grapefruit um, candy, but we ordered it online, and here in Arizona, that was just not a good idea because everything melted. Oh. So is it like grapefruit, like sugar candy? That's what or? we wanted. We want a grapefruit sugar candy. But instead, we have some sun-kissed, like, sour chews. But it's good because that cocktail, it's the flamenca or flamenco. I don't know. Flamenco? Um, the, it, was, it wasn't as sweet. Like, the cocktail didn't have a, as much sweetness as we wanted. So we wanted to bring in a sweet garnish to kind of reinforce that. So. Well, I make candied, like, fruits. If you guys ever need those. Ooh, I love that. I'll make you some. Yeah, we dehydrated the, the oranges and the limes, and we should have done that with the grapefruit. Yeah. I'll hit you up next yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. Love that. Learning more and more about this this girl <laughs> as, as things go. She's a wizard over here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we all have some. I think people are super interesting. So this type of stuff where you get to talk to a bunch of people, yeah. podcasts, like, I know. the best part. It is. You learn, if you, if you have the right mindset, you can learn so much from every person yeah. you, you meet. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's the best part about a podcast. I know. Yeah. Because if yeah. you forget about it, which we probably will yeah. after these, <laughs> we can go back and listen <laughs> to the episode. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I made yeah. recipe cards. Yeah. yeah. For you alone, Eric. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Just for you. you. <laughs> what was this? Oh, uh, yeah. That was there was. Yeah. <laughs> and they're blank on the other side, right? So you yep. can make notes. That's uh, another good idea. Yeah. Yes. You'll, uh, the, the, like your handwriting will definitely alter throughout the night. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Be just a squiggle. Yeah. At the, at the end, yeah. I have a hard time reading it when I'm sober. Right. So. <laughs> right. You have to get drunk again to read it. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, okay. That's what it was. Okay. No, I got you. Yeah. So, uh, well, thanks for joining us. Of course. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for the wonderful drinks. Cheers, and all where can, everyone. Where can people find your, your um, drinks? You can follow us on Instagram at, eight, uh, at Iconic Cocktail Co. Um, our website is www. I think I added an extra W there. That's all right. <laughs> Iconiccocktail.com. Okay. Um, we're on Facebook. Um, we're at the Farmer's Market every Saturday. You can nice. find us at the Uptown Farmer's Market and the Phoenix Public Market from 8 to noon. Um, and then we do the Gilbert Farmer's Market a couple couple weeks. But follow us on Instagram. We post our schedule every Friday of where we're going to be the following uh, the following day. So Nice. Yeah, enjoy your cocktails, guys. Do you want yeah. another one, Eric? You're, you're low. Uh, you know what? I'm going to pace myself. Okay. Well, yeah, if you need one. me. Oh. <laughs> Flag me down. I was like, way to make me Thank look you. bad. <laughs> so, Paige, yeah. we were talking about the podcast. Yeah. Um, so, you get to talk about what you love. Yeah. And you said it, and it's growing. Like, you're getting... It is. Well, it's interesting because, um, like, in a contrast between what Tap That AZ does and, and what you're doing, you have a much wider range of audience. You're talking about whiskey, right? Yeah, but you guys I, talk about... I mean, beer has a huge audience, right? But it's... I focus on Arizona you, beer. Yeah, Arizona yeah, it's, beer. So it's pretty... You know, somebody yeah. in Oregon is not going to listen like, oh, great. I'm going to go down to the shop beer company where I can't get this beer. And, yeah. You know. So... Yeah. Um, but I think it's awesome. Oh, thanks. I love whiskey. I love yeah. your guys' podcast. Aww. Oh, become obsessed yeah obsessed yeah I right. listened to, I've, I've listened to almost all the episodes now I'm almost caught up nice yeah well I recorded five this week so you, you've got I'm some work to do <laughs> Yeah, putting out bonus busy, episodes busy and stuff. Busy over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so how's it going? Like as far as like what, what, when you say it's growing, like what what are, what are the things you're looking at that that you see that growth? You know, so I mean, every episode um, I get more downloads, um, and then on my Facebook page I have more engagement. Yeah. Um, I get more messages from people like, oh, hey, I have this question, or I'd love it if you did a podcast on this. 
or hey, you know, like um, PR people for distilleries, you know, hey, can I send you some products so you can review it? Ooh, and that's really nice. affirming. Yeah. Um, and so, and people, you know, people I'm finding are really friendly if I reach out and say, hey, I'd love to just come in and do a podcast. I'm not asking you to give me anything. Right, right. I just want to learn yeah. and to talk to you about your passion because it's my yeah. passion and they're yeah. always open to it. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, so you've been going to some local places? So I've, um, working on building that, um, I'm doing some kind of remote stuff um, and then I'm planning on, in June, making a swoop down to Tucson nice. and doing some podcasts with the distilleries down there. There's a couple big ones down there. Yeah. 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 Nice. So, um, and then just... It's just that level of engagement. It's I don't. It's not always quantifiable. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you like see the same people kind of commenting on stuff, or people like sharing posts on Facebook with yeah. their friends or tagging people. That's encouraging. That is. Yeah. That, that's really cool. And you make it like so. The last year and a half that I've done this, um, I've made some really good friendships through it. Yeah. Um, I had a thing where I did a. Uh, um, uh, survey. So I basically said, "Hey, I, I got you know I want some feedback, some honest feedback from people. Um, you can't, I can't know you, but you have to have listened to the episodes, you know. But I could have, you know, I, I couldn't have met you at any time during my life, right? Uh, so, <laughs> um, so a couple. Like, I had ten people reach out, um, and one guy, uh, Chris Dodson, he's a really good friend of mine now. Now he's the editor. He's co-hosted a couple. So it was just awesome, like creating that friendship." Um, this other girl, it was kind of crazy. This girl ended up, we found out that she is a cousin of my wife's from back in Minnesota. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Small world. She's like, oh, I'm from Minnesota. I'm like, where at? And uh, she's like, oh, my last name's this. And I asked my mother-in-law, I'm like, do you know these people? I'm like, oh, yeah, they're our cousins. I'm like, no way. <laughs> like, that's crazy. But I think the, the whole thing goes back to you reaching out to these places because you have a genuine interest. Yeah. You don't have like, hey, how can I make money off this? Like I'm, right. I'm sh some shady, you know. Yeah. And that's how how you have that success is you go into it with that genuine interest. Yeah. And, you know. And, and people can read that. Oh, yeah, for I sure. I mean, I don't expect anything free. Yeah. You know, all the whiskey I review on my podcast, I pay for, except yeah. for the, like, one set of samples that I've gotten. Um, so, you know, it's a personal investment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's fun, so yeah. and I'm gonna buy it anyways. Right. <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> exactly. Might as well talk about <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. Do you have any sort of rule? Uh, because I haven't got into the beer review part of it. Uh, that's actually some criticism that I've had is like people are like, "Dude, every beer can't be the best beer ever." I'm like, it could can be. Yeah. If you have the right mindset. Right. You know, but I, I don't like you know that's that's not my my. Um, I'm not, I don't know side, enough. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm more about the story. Um, so. When you do you have rules for yourself when you're reviewing, like it, can, it has to be the first drink of the night or anything like that. So I usually only review one an episode. Okay. Um, I might up that if you know if I'm able to get more than just what my income can support. Yeah. Because um, I'm going through bottles kind of quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it's as for the podcast, just, like, honey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So my husband's like, "Uh, really, another bottle?" Yeah. Um, or like three. Uh, but honey, they were all under forty dollars. <laughs> yeah. That's not really flying anymore. Um, but so, I, I haven't done one on the podcast yet that I hate. Okay. There are some whiskeys that I, well, there's one that okay. I hate, <laughs> and, one. It's, and it's only because it's really banana forward, uh, and I okay. hate bananas. Yeah, yeah. And so, but I also go into it with the mindset that 
everybody's palate is so different. And yeah. my palate, when I started drinking whiskey four or five years ago, is not the same as my palate now. Right. So I'm also kind of, a, as, my, as my friend Lisa says, I do like a no thank you sip. Okay. So I don't, I, I've never liked this before, but that doesn't mean I won't like it now. So yeah. I'll try it. And then if I don't like it, no thank you. Right. <laughs> yeah. I like you that. Know? That's a so good So I just concept. try and go into it with an open mind. Yeah. Very good. And when it, when it's all said and done, you're, you're drinking whiskey. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. even bad whiskey is better than no really whiskey. And there's really not that many. I mean, like I said, there's only one that I really hate. And it's only yeah. because of the banana. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it's wonderful for people who like bananas. Is it banana just, flavored? Or, no, I mean, uh, it's, it's just, just... And that's the thing about whiskey is people often ask, like, well, where are you getting all these flavors from? Yeah. It's not because they put flavoring yeah. in the whiskeys. Now, some places do. Yeah. Like... Jack Daniels, Tennessee honey, you know, yeah, like that's yeah. going to have some flavoring in it. Yeah. But by and large, a lot of the whiskey just, it pulls the flavor from the distillation process, from the ingredients, and then from the barrel. Yeah. So you might get one barrel that's just really banana forward or, yeah. you know. It's true. Yeah. yeah. So. We'll turn off the recording. You can tell me what that one is. Okay. Okay. It's off. <laughs> what the hell was it? <laughs> I honestly don't remember. I'd have to look it up. That's right. That's right. It was so bad. I blocked it from my memory. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how do people find the podcast? Like, where where can we go to get, get so, that? So iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, okay. Google Play. Nice. Um, I'm working on, like, I have a website. It's really rough. I'm not a website designer. Okay. I'm finding out that there's a lot more to building a website yeah. than I ever expected. Yeah. Um, so I might actually enlist some of my friends. Um, <laughs> it's good to have friends. <laughs> yes. yes. Like I, I always say I pay in whiskey, yeah. beer, friendship, or yeah. like a combination of the three. <laughs> right. um, and then um, I'm on Twitter at an OTR podcast. Okay. Um, you can find me on Facebook um, and then Instagram, Neatly on the Rocks. Instagram. Okay. Yeah. And um, Neatly on the Rocks. Okay. Yeah. Very awesome. Well, should we find another I, guest? I think we should. Who should we get? Should we get Bill? Who's Bill? Well, from oh Bitters, yeah, Easy yeah, Bitters they seem kind of busy up there. Can we get Lil maybe? Bill and well, Lil. she's selling. Bill and Lil. I know that's a great. <laughs> I love. That's the, like I perfect love the for when name. you're drunk too. I know. Should we should we drag Hello? Adam over? Yeah. Oh All yeah. Right. I'll go snag Adam. Okay. We have a sports reporter here with us that's now. True. We have a special guest. Yeah. We're back on the air page, so yeah. watch your mouth. Okay. Damn it. Um, <laughs> Has that been a problem? No, I think nah. I've said, I think I said damn it like twice. Oh, uh, you can swear. And this story I'm going to tell is it's, it, it, I'm going to swear a little bit. Nice. So there's a couple of houses down from us. We live in a, like, uh, like uh, the, it's Norterra. Do you know where Norterra yeah. is? Like basically South Flagstaff is basically what it is. <laughs> uh, but it's nice family community, right? But a couple of houses down, we've got this. Uh, he seems like a nice dude, but they're bikers, right? Gotcha. So my wife, they took the dog for uh, out to the little green green area. What do they call that? Green belt or yes. grassy knoll? Yeah, I was going to say the park. Go. The park. <laughs> I assume you know what a park is, yeah. so it's probably not that. Yeah. I just like taking, I like long drawn out explanations <laughs> of things. So anyways, took the dog to the park, uh, Adam, and uh, my daughter is six and she's learning how to read. Right? Aww, and there's cute. Yeah, she's doing great. So everything she sees, she reads. And the bikers were out. And she's like, Mom, why does that guy's shirt say fuck you? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh, you know, what was the answer? I don't know. Like I don't I don't know. My wife probably just didn't respond. She probably just like, "What?" Uh. Pretended the question never happened. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, kids. 
Oh, kids, yeah. I feel like that there's a separate degree that like is bestowed upon you when you become a parent. Yeah, yeah. It's. <laughs> sure. Are you Which a parent? Which is why I'm avoiding kids? it. Um, they are relentless. They are relentless <laughs> little animals. I love you guys so much. Uh, <laughs> Daddy <laughs> loves you. Another drink over here, please. But uh, so we got a guest with us. Another guest. Hey. Who the hell are you? I'm Adam Green. Um, Adam Green. Yeah, if you're reading Arizona Food and Beer, you'll probably, you've seen a few of my bylines there. Yeah. Yes. So when we say special guest, we mean it because, yeah, yeah I'm great. Very good. He is. No. He's so, the only wildcat that was allowed at my wedding. Was I really the only wildcat there? Truly. <laughs> she knew that, like, that was one of the first things, like, when she's like, you know Adam, I'm like, yeah. I have and a lot of friends first. who are like that. They're like, we hate all wildcats but you. I'm like, thanks. Like, <laughs> they don't hate all wildcats. If Shane is listening to this, I think Shane is amazing. But he uh, wasn't at your wedding, so that's fair. No, I'm a writer. I have background in sports writing. Did some radio shows for a radio station who I'm not going to name right now because we're not on necessarily speaking terms, (laughs) me and the radio station. (laughs) But big craft beer guy. Yeah. Really enjoying writing fairs and a food and beer. It's a lot of fun meeting a lot of cool people. And obviously the craft beer community I've found to be just awesome. Yeah. So now doing some of the The spirit community, I'm enjoying this too because I've realized that Alcohol of pretty much any kind is terrific. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what I am learning. Like, that that's where I'm at right it's now. It's a thing so. that bonds people together too. It's it really is. unique because I have found in my time with the podcast, I can interview people or talk to people that I know I don't agree with politically, and politics never comes up. And it doesn't matter like who you believe in, what you believe, where you're from. It's Alcohol is amazing. It, it really, really is. is. It is the best thing of all as time. As long as you're 21, right? Yes, that's right. No one if you're knows. not under 21, alcohol is terrible. The second you turn 21, it's going to be the best thing you've ever had. That's right. I, don't, I wouldn't know because I wasn't. <laughs> I was 21 when I had my first beverage. Right. I assume it was probably <laughs> terrible before then. Yeah. It was, especially the uh, MGD that I threw up on when I was in seventh grade. I mean. Gross. Yeah, oh, it was bad. What was your guys' first beer? Like, what, do you remember what your first beer was? Oh, I don't. My, my very first beer was when I was 20. That was the first time I ever drank. Really? Yeah, I waited because wow. I was terrified of my parents. Yeah. Good job, Mom and Dad. Um, <laughs> and Dara was, worked on you. Uh, yeah, it did. It, legitimately. It was PBR. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, that's... And then second was Yingling. And I, uh, I've yeah, that's Yingling. a good choice. I've been a Yingling fan ever since. I had so significant at upgrade. my wedding. It was good. Yeah. Where? Like, where do you... Where did you grow up? I grew up here. But my How family's all from Cleveland. Oh, and so my uncle shit. literally drove from Cleveland to Arizona for my wedding and brought cases of Yingling just for me for just that for reason? the wedding. Yeah. If I had known wow. that, I would have given him a hug that night. <laughs> yeah. It was good. You were drinking I'll Yingling. Oh, absolutely. I was drinking Yingling. Yeah. 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 Did you grow up in Cleveland? No, born and raised uh, here. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm from Youngstown, Ohio. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, well not that. really, but I mean, it's Youngstown. Well, it's a good place to be from, right? It is. It is a good place to be from. That's like now three people I know of who are from Youngstown. Really? Like, like, well, Bruce Arians, former Cardinals coach yeah, from yeah. Youngstown. And one of oh, our other reporters, really? Ed right. Cole, was from Youngstown, too, if I remember right. Uh, so, I forgot Arians was from Youngstown. Yeah. Was it Mooney? That I don't Urban know. Mooney, I, I gave you the two. one bit of information <laughs> I knew that was related <laughs> to that story. Yeah. Now you're diving deeper, and I'm All sorry. Right. I got nothing for it. I don't um, remember what my first beer was. It was probably like Coors Light or Bud Light, whatever was at some party. Yeah. I remember the first beer I liked was Fat Tire. Oh, that yeah. was it. Yeah. This was probably my senior year of college. A buddy of mine, like we were roommates. And his mom would order us groceries because his mom's the greatest. Miss Beaver, love you. You're fantastic. Aww. And she ordered us a couple six-packs of Fat Tire. And I remember we opened up. We weren't, like, into beer. We would drink at a party because yeah. that's what you do. But we didn't, right. like, seek out beer. And I remember we opened it up, and we're both drinking. We're like, this is really good Fat Tire. And now looking back, 
I mean, it wasn't really good fat tire. It was just fat tire. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. back then, we're thinking all beer tastes the same because yeah. they all taste like PBR, Coors Light, Miller Light. They're, I mean, varying, you know, a right. little bit, but they're basically the same style of different beer. Fat tire, shit, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. But fat tire is <laughs> a different style of beer altogether. Like, right. it's, it's kind of a craft beer of that time, especially. So, yeah, we thought it was the this amazing beard it was I mean I still like Fat Tire there's a soft spot in my heart for yeah. New Belgium and Fat Tire yeah. but yeah that's the first one I remember liking interesting yeah that's a good one too that was, mine was Scheinerbach so okay. it was actually when I moved out here so I grew up in Ohio we drank like um, I don't know if you guys ever had Genesee doesn't ring a bell. Genesee, they had a yeah, Genesee cream ale. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They, it was okay. on. The, it's on the DL for a reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, Natty Light, Coors Light. If we were, you know, if we had some extra money, you but were fancy. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I moved out here. Uh, my cousin was like, "Dude, you got to try Shiner Box." So I, I'm like, "This is fantastic." So you know, I like I haven't their had prickly one pear. The prickly pear. Had that one, yeah. I like it. But yeah. the idea that's supposed to say, "Dude, you got to try Shiner Box." Yeah. Like, right. It's like, yeah. dude, you got to try yeah. Blue Moon or something right. like that. It's like, like, yeah. 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 I think like, Guinness was the first Guinness like, is like good a meal. beer that I liked. Yeah. You got to be hungry to have Guinness. I'll yeah. drink it no matter what. I've never been a fan of Guinness. Interesting. I think carbonation is huge for me. Oh, gotcha. And I don't like, like, it's flat. So, or it micro is. bubbled, right? Is it's really smooth, it? but it's filling. I yeah. So you're not right. like, a, like a cask? Not really. Type of guy. No. Gotcha. I mean, I like stouts. I think you're offending things. the barrels behind us yeah. right now. <laughs> oh, I would drink no, no, the no, shit out of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, no, but Adam's been uh, writing for Arizona Food and Beer. He does awesome. What I love yeah. about his writing style is you, you bring in quotes a lot, and I love it. It's, like it's, it's yeah. a sports journalist. No, it's yeah. just, yeah. I like telling stories. Yeah, you, yeah. and you're great and at it. Thank you. No, like, I realized this when I was I was talking to Doug from Scottsdale Beer Company the other yeah. day, and I'm enjoying this conversation. We talked for like an hour and a half, which means now I have, an hour, awesome. I have like 90 minutes of audio to sit through now so yeah. I did that to myself <laughs> yeah. I transcribe for whiskey yeah. no, like anyone who's ever done that yeah literally whiskey, I do for yeah. so I don't have anyone to do that that's with the name of other you podcast. buy me whiskey I'll transcribe but, for you so like anyone who's been in media understands if you're trying to write stuff and you interview someone like, yeah. I don't transcribe everything but I listen back to all of it to try to pick out okay this is what I'm going to use this, you know yeah. usually in sports you talk to someone for three four minutes you maybe get ten minutes with a coach or whatever but you know you're picking out two things from there you know where they're at Yeah. but I realize when I'm doing this I'm like I just like telling stories like whether it's sports which I enjoy doing sports yeah. whether it's doing the beer stuff like I just like telling stories and like there's my opinion yes like we all have our opinions on beer or sure. liquor or anything like that but I'm not the brewer like right. I want to I want to let them tell their story I guess with my words surrounding their quotes like yeah. I've always seen myself as the writer my job is to just get from quote to quote whether it's with extra details about it that aren't really quotable or just information or even my own opinion, like the clown shoe story I wrote the other day. Yeah, yeah. that was phenomenal. Thank that you. No, like, I really enjoyed them because I got to tell what I thought was a really cool story. Yeah. So that's what I try to bring to the site is just yeah. like let these brewers, they have great stories to tell. They have great information. that I don't know what it's like to be a brewer to open up a brewery. Right. They do. So it doesn't matter what I think. I want to know what they have to say. And that's yeah. what I try to convey with the stuff I write. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's great because that's the approach that I take to the podcast, too. Like, I almost sometimes I forget to ask about the beer. Like, it gets to a point I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, you guys have beer. Let's talk, <laughs> you know, because I want to yeah. hear their story. And, right. and that's kind of the approach that, I, that I've taken as far as, like, setting up interviews is I'm like, I want you to be able to tell your story the way you want it to be told, yeah. you know? Um, and then when they know I'm not coming into like, you know, I don't know about what the hell is this monkey on my glass, yeah. you know? <laughs> you got a monkey on your glass? I do, right? That's Isn't the that best cool? thing ever, yeah. That's my new That's my new. Thing. I don't have one. Yeah. Well, I know, I think I might have to order that but drink. Breaking down the fourth wall, I do not have a monkey on my glass. <laughs> right, yeah. Sounds like a song, like a song from the 80s, yeah. But, uh, the but best no. decade ever. <laughs> yeah. I, hated, I hated 80s music. 
when oh, I grew I up when I was growing up, but now I love it. Like that whole oh. have you guys new watched waves. Cobra Kai? I'm not yet. <gasps> no, what is that? That was okay, you so posted something yeah. about it. That's the YouTube yeah. one, right? Yeah. I don't so. have YouTube to like video. Can you just watch it normally? I don't we'll let we'll give you our account information. Fantastic. No, go ahead this and share it right day. now on the uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um so I was obsessed with Karate Kid as a youth. Um I think they're amazing movies, all of them. Um, Karate Kid 2 is my favorite, but even the one with like Jaden Smith or something. No, I haven't seen those. Okay. I mean the I, I mean, I mean the actual the Karate Kid movies. Yeah. yeah. Right. Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you need Danny and Johnny. Um, so Cobra Kai has Danny, and then Johnny Lawrence has Nemesis and the original mm-hmm. Karate Kid, um, and it is phenomenal. It's on my list. It's amazing. It, like, bump it up. Like, at the tip top. It's, it is fantastic. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Johnny, where's he been? Like, what has Johnny been doing? Yeah, you have to watch. Just, Find like, out. polishing his asshole skills. <laughs> I think he's been doing How I Met Your Mother. He was yeah. in that quite a was bit. Was he really? Was. Yeah. Ah. And it's interesting. Billy Zapka. He had, like, yeah. a recurring thing. I love Billy yeah. Zapka. Um, it's, uh, it's interesting. I, I won't give anything away, but your opinions of these two characters might shift a little bit. Really? Interesting. Yeah. That's probably like what they do to us, though. Root for. Yeah. Everything is like, are we allowed to swear on the show? Yeah. Like, yeah. everything they do is like a mind fuck for you. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, I used to like these guys 20 years ago, and now, like, everything I knew was wrong. Yeah. Right. Like, that's what they <laughs> do to you. Or you look at it right. from a different perspective, and you're like, oh, my God. Now that we're older and more cynical, we get it. Yeah. Right. Like, the, like <laughs> yeah. the kick, the kick at the, the crane kick at the very end. I read the karate rules last week like tournament rules that shit's actually illegal <laughs> and he should have been disqualified and Johnny Lawrence should have won and then his his sensei wouldn't have broken his trophy and then gotten the like like yeah Chris Dodson that is the opening quote to this episode please yes everything gets ruined I've been watching this YouTube series called uh, Zach Morris's Trash oh Zach it's Morris like if, I don't trash. know if you're a Saved by the Bell fan uh, uh, yeah, if yeah. you know of it like Zach yeah, Morris yeah. lead character and so funny the series, he's basically, a jerk. they're like five to six minutes episodes about how he's like a sociopath who totally. abuses his friends and his assistants. Like, it's hilarious. They take it's highlights so from the old Oh, show? they take clips and uh, the guy dubs it over, like he narrates it, and yeah. it's really funny. Uh, yeah. And obviously, awesome. it has an agenda. The show's called Zach Morris's Trash, but you watch, you're like, my God, he really, he really is. is trash, <laughs> like yeah. as a human yeah. being. But I think that's what happens to our childhood. As you get older, you realize everything that you thought you knew was just so, so wrong. That's true. Nothing's black that's and white, right? Everything's gray. Everything. Just different shades. Boom. Except the movie, which I've never seen and refuse to see. (laughs) I said there's at least 50 shades. I don't don't know. I wouldn't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. We we have to ask Adam to leave. This is uh, getting out of control. (laughs) This is what happens. Yeah, it is. Whiskey and friends and great people. Yeah. So have you been drinking more whiskey since you were on my podcast? I'm glad you brought that up. I, I have what I have at home. Right, like whiskey to me when I'm out is usually that if I don't like the beer selection, I'll have whiskey. But I have plenty of beer at home, and the only times I really drink whiskey at home, or like if I go out, I'm going to a brewer usually. But my grandmother's cold remedy, she always would tell me, and she still does tell me actually, love my grandmother. Like if you start to feel a cold, drink whiskey. So I tried this for the first time, it was probably about a year ago. And I had the next day off of work, so I'm like, okay, I'm not feeling that great, I'll drink some whiskey. And I pour myself a glass, I drank it, and I'm like, realized I'm like, she never told me how much I'm supposed to drink. <laughs> so I poured another All glass. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm starting to feel a little better. I'll pour another one, another one. So like, 
a lot of times now when I drink whiskey at home, it's because I'm not feeling well. And I'll just wow. pour a glass or two maybe, and that's it, because I have beer. Yeah. And when I go out, I go out for beer usually. But yeah. like a night like this, like I like it. Yeah. I do like the mixed drinks. I just need the motivation to do it. Yeah. It's right. so like my friend said, hey, let's go to a distillery. I'm in. But they say, let's go to the brewery. I'm in. It's just yeah. whichever one we go <laughs> right. to, and more than not, we're going to a place that does beer more than mixed drinks yeah. and whiskey. Yeah. Well, you had him on your podcast, right? I that did. Was, uh, and, and he nailed it. I embarrassed myself that <laughs> night, I think. No, you didn't. It was it was just, it was interesting, too, to have somebody, um, like our mutual friend, Jared, yeah. who loves beer, loves whiskey, loves alcohol in general and life. This and, is why we're all friends, by yeah, the way. Yeah, he's generally just an amazing guy. Um, and he's been drinking for, well, he's older than I am, so longer than I have. Um, and But he's he likes bourbon. Mm-hmm. And I'm more of a scotch person, although I drink a lot of different whiskeys. And then you're kind of newer to the scene. I just so like everything So it was just so different different perspectives and, you know. Oh, it was fun. But that, that's what I like about it. It's like when I got into beer, it's the same thing. I'm sure when you guys first got into beer, it's like you realize there's so much out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's almost and overwhelming if you, like, look be. at it. Like, I know what styles yeah. I like. I used to not like IPAs, and I could eliminate half a menu. I remember I like those IP- days And now I like you. IPAs, so I can't eliminate half the menu. Now yeah. I like sours, too, so it's like everything on the menu I could order yeah. and be happy with. But once it kind of, I haven't, you'll never conquer beer. There's always more beer that you've never oh, had yeah. before and you'd like to try. But whiskey, to me, is like the same thing. Like, when I first went, I was like, I had Jack Downs. like, okay, that's fine. There's so much more you can either do with it or some other variants of whiskey you can have. It's like, okay. So I, I want to gain that appreciation. I guess probably reason I'm here, not just because... You know, to support you guys because I think you guys are great and I like what you're doing with this, but like, I want to try more. Yeah. So I want to explore that too. Now, the problem yeah. is you only have so much time in the day right. to explore all the alcohol. Right. Because right. if all you're doing is drinking all day, then I yeah. think you're Eric <laughs> at this point. Like, I don't have that job right now. I'm on that so line. Like, we have job envy. Right. Like, I cannot do that for a job yet. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> until that day comes, I got to pick and choose my spots, but absolutely something like this, like that's why I like doing your podcast, not only just to hang out with good friends, yeah. but to actually try something new. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of, when I get a chance to explore it, I will. I did a tour of the Anchor Distillery in San Francisco last September. Uh-huh. We did the tour, and they cool gave us like five or six pours of they like, whiskey. Distillery? They do. Like really? everything's Anchor Steam, the brewery. Yeah. And I also bought some beers before I left, so a couple of bottles that are sitting in my cellar right yeah. now. But we did just their distillery stuff. And the only thing I didn't like was the gin, if I remember right. It made me nearly throw up. Gin is very <laughs> It was like gasoline. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm enjoying everything I have. I took a sip of them. Like, I really like, okay, we got to hold this together. Like, yeah. we're not doing this. I'm an adult. I'm not drunk. Like, right. Your mouth's watering. Like, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, I just need something other than this right now. Yeah. yeah. And, but no, so like, that's why I appreciate like what you're doing. This Arizona Food and Beer, having this be a part of it and Paige knowing you. And I like listening to your podcast for that reason because I'm learning. If, even if I don't have that whiskey, I don't get to try it. Yeah. I know it exists. And right. I know I should seek it out. And that's really, yeah. that's I'm finding that that's half the battle. I mean, people will be like, oh, have you had this? And, oh, no. I'm like, there are some whiskeys people bring up, and it's it'll be a really well known brand, like McAllen or something. Um, and I know. Like, I didn't know because distilleries, just like breweries, release a wide amount of different spirits yeah and you'd think that like scotch would be more focused and it's all over the place yeah you know so like Ardbeg releases you know like at least a couple goofy weird kind of the midnight series or something like that or like their grooves (laughs) which and then you know so it's it's fun 
Well, you yeah. get. I, I'm a sucker for marketing too, right? Beer gets. It used oh, to get masterful. me. masterful. Yeah, it used to get me, but I'm I'm learning now. I'm learning the ropes because yeah. I'm like, dude, that's a great bottle. That's awesome. I'm like, ah, oh, it tastes like shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, whiskey does that too. Yes, right? they There's do. some really sweet bottles. Like, yeah. oh, oh, they're man, classy looking. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, dude, this has like a freaking like pirate rum. I used to buy pirate rum because it came with the little. Uh, Little keychain of the Buddha guy or whatever. Yeah, I see a Whaler's vanilla rum just because it had like, like an ocean scene. I'm like, that's cool. So I was oh, in yeah. college and I'm like, oh, it tastes like vanilla, so I like that. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, I'm not uh, ashamed to admit that. Right. Or they pull on the retro like thread for us, for those of us that are like over 30, and Zima was a thing. Oh uh, yeah, I didn't. Back. I didn't drink Zima when it was a thing. Uh, yeah, me and I'm either. not going to start drinking it now. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, that's I, I had one sip and I was like. Yeah, I don't need that in my life. No, no, no nobody does. No. But that's nobody what do you guys find like Eric? You do, I guess I'm, I'm switching roles here now. Yeah, I'm yeah. Oh, I love this. Like, I like but like, and like for you guys too, like being like the whiskey people and even like the beer stuff, it's like, does it feel overwhelming at times? It's like you want to try stuff, like especially like that's yeah. your job. It's like, and you can't try everything. Yeah. You want to. There's, it's just it's endless, which is kind of I think cool, but also I'd imagine daunting for people like when that's like your thing with the podcast and everything like. You can't answer every question. So I'm saying, have you had this beer? Have you had this whiskey? Or you yeah. can't. You can't always say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, I, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. You please. Ready At to the rock, same time, one, two, three, <laughs> go. <laughs> I think it's. I look at it as like a lifelong scavenger hunt. So um, it's it's like this. It's it's a mission. So I I take it as like my my moral directive. You know, what Star Trek reference, it's escaping me right now. The I'm not a Trekkie, I'm sorry. Oh. Nerd. Oh, jeez. Prime Nerd. Directive, Long the table, Prime Directive. It's, it's like my Prime Directive, just to, like, try everything. Yeah. And, but know that you have to, like, you have to pace yourself. And you're not going to try everything. I mean, there's stuff that I can't afford, never will be able to afford. So you got to meet the right people who can afford it. Right. That's yeah. the goal. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That is very true. Yeah. So for me, it's actually an advantage that um, I think sometimes we, we were talking about this before with Tap That AZ. I'm focused on Arizona, right? So like somebody in Connecticut's not going to listen to this show because it's everything Arizona. Mm-hmm. But it also helps me choose beers, yeah. right? So if I'm going to go There's somewhere, I'm going to see scope. what's from Arizona, and I'll that that narrows it down a lot, you know. Now if I go to a place like Craft 64 or something like that, where everything's Arizona, then it's like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know? um, Thanks, James. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, yeah. <laughs> but but what I've learned is uh, because people say like, not many people, but they'll say, oh, you're you're a beer snob now. I'm like, not really. Like I'll drink anything, but I'm a freshness snob. Right, and I'll look at all the cans. Like I'm like the dude that goes into the store and I'm flipping over every can. I'm like, dude, this was made a month you're ago. You're like the old Garbage. lady, especially in the if you're doing IPAs, aisle. you have to. Right. Yeah, exactly. you're like the old lady in the produce aisle with like a knife, like yeah, oh, yeah. cutting <laughs> into the fruit to make yeah. sure that it's premium. Exactly. Right. Then you put it back. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've stopped going to certain places. Like I'll go to just bottle shops now. The local shops, like uh, Craft Beer Hop Stop, that's like my Alan. favorite spot. Yeah. Oh, Alan, great guy. Yeah, um, love Alan. But you go in there and you see, all right, this tombstone was made. It was canned two weeks ago, right? I've gone into big places and go to get, like, something that has pretty high turnover, like Sierra Nevada, and it was brewed, like, four months ago. It's like, what the hell is this? And I, you know. Well, that's so. a problem, though. Like, I'd go back to, like, I'm going to write this story, so please read the story when it comes out. But I was talking to Doug from SBC. Like, he talked about how they distribute their beers. And some of the problem is they do an IPA or something and it just sits on the shelf wherever it's at. Yeah. And they don't like that because if you're doing yeah. a beer, obviously it's, it's a, a bad representation. It is. And like to them, once it leaves the brewery, 
that's their like that's their marketing, that's their right. advertising. Someone yeah. who doesn't go to their brewery is going to drink this SBC beer and decide, oh, this is not that good. They're not going to go find the brewery. Yeah. So there's kind of that balancing act of what you're going to find. And now you're saying like someone from like Connecticut wouldn't want Arizona beers, and that came up too. Like the idea that Arizona isn't thought of as like a beer place. It's yeah. no. even thought of like a, a hard liquor place. Not even close. And I think everyone wants to see it get there because we all think yeah. when you think of beer, you think of San Diego, you think of Portland, yeah. Fort right. Collins. If you're just thinking like this direction of the country. Yeah. But like you want someone from Connecticut to want an Arizona beer. You want them to yeah. be like, right. I want that Rent House That's beer, or that Wilderness beer. And like we're starting to get there as, yeah. a, as a state. That's maybe not Four Peaks, right? Yeah. Like I mean, mass distributed. Yeah. Right, right. yeah. But like we're not there yet. And obviously the better breweries we have are the better just people who are making stuff, then yeah. the more it'll be sought after. But we're not there yet. And I think that's where, like, Arizona Food and Beer, we're all kind of in this together. It's like, For like there's sure. good I'm wearing a Society Brewing shirt. They're from San Diego. Like, I, yeah. I like that. I like traveling. I like having beers wherever I go. I've got a San Francisco Brewery shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, and there's nothing wrong with that. No. But I would love for people to want Arizona beers. And yeah. I, I've sent some rent house beers to Portland. I do beer trades and stuff like that. And they like that. Oh, and their beer is amazing. And, like, Portland, obviously, they know beer. So it's like the yeah. idea, if we can get to a point where... Everyone would be happy to get a wilderness beer or a rent house where they they're not only happy to get it, but they ask for it. Hey, right. I know they're yeah. doing this release down there. Can you pick me up a four pack and send it my way? Right. Yeah. I think that's what we all want to get to with our state. And we're behind. We're still fairly new at this as a state. But yeah. I think like what everyone's doing, what you guys are doing. I guess we, yeah. technically. Yeah. But yeah. even just yeah. like with a place like Adventure Stills is doing and the different yeah. breweries that we have, that like we're gonna get there. Yeah. yeah. Which will yeah. make it easier if the good stuff is here. Then we don't have to travel too far to get it. Exactly. Yeah. That's also a nice. Yeah. Thing. That's yeah. true. And that's. That, so people have asked me, have how many distilleries have I been to in Arizona? And I will I'll be totally honest, as of this very moment, it's one. This one? This one. This one. Yeah. And Was it Santan's doing distillery now? So you could probably go there. Yeah. Also distills up in And so, up in and so I've, I've had yeah. uh, Santan's whiskey is actually really good. I like it a lot. And so I'm working on doing a podcast with them. Um, but um, it's this place is five miles from my house. So it's super convenient, and their spirits are kick ass. Yeah, I'm enjoying so everything I'm drinking yeah. so, so far. Yeah. Um, so it's it makes it really easy, but it doesn't mean that. And there's so much room in the industry for people's different there takes is. on different expressions of spirits. So it's just like beer. I mean, everywhere I go, it's a different beer. Yeah. And yeah, it's fun. Well, there's no wrong answer, too. That's no. the other thing. Like, yeah, everyone exactly. can like what they like. Yes. Unless they're drinking like Coors Light or just the absolute trash. Right. In which case, like you said, like the beer snob thing earlier. It's like, I've always thought myself as a beer snob, and I probably am. But I also like to think of myself as a beer adventurer. Yes. Like, okay, I could point. have the beer I've had, and I will do that. Right. I'll have a repeat beer. You know, I was at Wandering Tortoise the other day, and I had a beer that I had a few days prior. Apparently, yeah. I go to the Wandering Tortoise a lot. But. <laughs> Like, Surprise. Because I like the beer and it's one that's not there very often. So like, I'll have another porter just because I want to have this. But to me, if I could try something new every time I go out, three, four, five new beers, small pours. I'm not that much. You know, I don't get that drunk yeah. most of the time. <laughs> some of the time. Ounces. Okay, I do. Yeah. But that to me is what it's all about. The same when you yeah. travel, find as many new ones as you can. So yeah. like, the more options you have, like the better it is. So like, yeah, maybe you're a snob. We're all snobs to an extent. But I think we're snobs in that. Why wouldn't you try the new one? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, you could have the same beer. Like, I love Fat Tire. I do, and I'll have a Fat Tire every now and then. Yeah. But if that brewery has other things, or that bar has other things that I've never had, I'll do that every time before Fat Tire, just because For I sure. want to try something new. Yeah. yeah. And That's now we have true. more new stuff out here. Yeah, and and I build my vacations around my drinking. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. and Are you sure you're married? <laughs> my whole, like, my whole, my birthday is next month. And my husband's like, where do you want to go? And I'm like, I can't make up my mind. 
because there's so many places I want to go. Like L.A., um, Lost Spirits is a place I really want to get to. They're doing some killer things with, with whiskey and aging it faster in a very scientific way, which is super exciting. Um, and I want to get down to Tucson and hang out with my friends down there. Did you just say and you want to get down to Tucson? I know. I know. L.A. or Tucson? <laughs> we, which one? No, we, we got that on, re- on, record. on record. If we can just, even if you cut it's that out, I just want to have that as like a soundbite so I can use it when I need I it. No, it's only because of the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to Globe or New York City. I haven't decided yet. Uh, I love Tucson. I'm a Tucson guy. I went to school there for four yeah. years. So this oh, is. Oh, I see what yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I went yeah. to ASU. Ooh, okay. I'm wearing maroon. Yeah, I'm wearing blue. I yeah. No <laughs> reason. It's just a shirt I wore today. But I purposely wore this today because I knew I was going to see you. Really? You yeah. did that for me. Yeah. And I think vice versa. Yeah. I just didn't have any ASU shirts clean. Yeah. It's because they're all dirty, inherently dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tucson. Let's talk about how dirty Tucson is. All right, it's going to get out of hand <laughs> real quick here. We got another guest with us. Yeah. Sir, would you like to introduce yourself? don't know the best way to go about it. Uh, it's Ben Rhodes. I'm with Barrel Raised on Instagram, and I like whiskey. <laughs> Hi, Ben. How's it going? You know Good. this guy? I do. He's pretty awesome. Yeah, so this guy has been drinking whiskey for how long? Uh, a little over a year. Okay, your whiskey collection okay. is out of control. Yeah. And I, I have whiskey collection envy. I've been <laughs> drinking whiskey for 10 years. I got a little excited. There's <laughs> <laughs> not much more to say than that, I guess. Yeah. I want to try everything. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah, it's true. You do some really awesome things, though. So, first of all, he did something really awesome. He put this logo on an IPA glass. Like, what is that glass even called? Like, what, what's that style? Uh, I mean, that's it's an IPA glass. They're yeah. by a company, I think it's Spiegel or something like that. It's from okay. Germany. They're kind of fragile. You see the ones that are, like, little <laughs> at the bottom, and oh, then they kind yeah, of fall up. Yeah. Okay. And they're made of, like, like, like... It's like, like paper thin glass fairy wings, fairy but wings. They were made in collaboration with breweries just for IPAs. So they're okay. actually like really, I guess it's something for the, the like the aromas, or, yeah, like this. Yeah, style, yeah. So yeah. Are, they sh- are they the shorter? No, they're no, like they're a full size pint size, glass. But they're like right. bulbous at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Like glassware so has names, and that makes it even up more, more difficult. Yeah. yeah, but it's like paper with whiskey, thin. It's great. It's Glencairn. I think I learned that on the podcast I did with you. Like, what is that? Well, Adam. <laughs> so he made one with my logo on That's it. That's awesome. Sweet. Yeah, I was so excited about that. My wife was like, damn it, another one? I'm like, just set it over. I'll, I'll wash it myself. Yeah. 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 Glassware tends to collect pretty quickly. It yeah. does. Oh, I know that. Engraving. I, I have uh, a couple thousand glasses at home now just kind of hanging out. That didn't start a year ago, did it? No. no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I sell most of them, but I mean, I just got shelves full of glasses just ready to go out. Yeah. Nice. It's crazy. Well, you do some really cool stuff, too, with, with uh, Barrel Raised. Mm-hmm. Um, you do the wooden stickers, which I thought was badass. Yeah, those That's are kind of awesome. new, right? I haven't, I haven't seen anybody else do it, and I just like, oh, I saw a veneer in a wood shop. I'm like, what can I do with this? And I just kind of, I mean, it's made for cabinets, so once you slap it on something, it never comes off. So it's like an actual wooden veneer for finishing cabinets. So that's never going to come off my beer fridge in the in the. I mean, garage. you can try. I don't want to. <laughs> I just want to make sure because yeah. when it gets yeah. hot this summer, I just don't. All the other ones will be on the ground and barrel raised will be right there. I mean, there. if it I does its it. job, it'll be there. Yeah, nice. <laughs> but you also, I've seen you bottle things too, right? Like you, you do little bottles of... Um, oh, you do like the labels and stuff for samples, Yeah, so right? I made labels for like whiskey sample bottles, which you're not really supposed to do. Yeah. But <laughs> Really? I mean, shipping... Whiskey is kind of a no-no. But I mean, so is beer, right? Yeah. I think yeah. receiving it is the no-no. Yeah. Uh, I've definitely shipped bottles to people, and they're like, "What's in here?" I'm like, 
Empty bottles. My friend collects bottles. Please don't look at them. It's, it's <laughs> olive oil. Uh, it's yeah. always olive yeah. oil. I've done olive oil. I've done empty bottles. I've done uh, just a random assortment of things. Don't worry <laughs> yeah. about it. It's, it's fine. water. I'm yeah. shipping. Yeah. Glass bottles. bottles. This is uh, Alpine Springs. (laughs) I shipped uh, I shipped beer to my buddy in Florida, so I take it to the I can't remember UPS store or whatever it was, and the guy was like, he's like, what is this? And he he it was Friday. He was he was ready to go home, and he was like, what is this? And I'm like, oh, it's uh, homemade hot sauce. And he (laughs) he looks at my shirt. I had a Bissell Brothers Brewing like shirt on. He just looks at my shirt. He's like. He's like, whatever, I don't care. Oh. I know it's beer, asshole. Yeah. It's like when I go to the movie theater and I give him my student ID. Yeah, oh, I still like, do. Oh, I have, and, like, and I'm, I'm 34 years old. Like, I haven't been a student. I guess we're always students, but I haven't been in college for a long time. And yeah. I'm like, the second one of them says, you know what, sir? You are not a student. I'm like, you know what? You're right. Okay, I'll pay full price. Right. But they don't care. Nope. Like, they're not going to argue with you. I imagine, like, UPS store, they don't, they're like, they're not I've there to confront you. Like, don't hey, they're, give a shit. They no. don't. As long as you're not shipping drugs. Say, the I've drugs had the fear oh, put into me. Have you? Yeah, so uh, a few years ago, I just shipped in glassware, nothing special, and I got a call from a postal inspector. I have no idea how he got my number or anything. And he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, uh, what were you shipping? And I'm just like, a glass. It's like, well, let's set off our sniffers. Like, tell me exactly what it is, and I want this description and everything. So he went and pulled the package and opened it while I was on the phone with him. He's like, okay, we're clear. It's good. I'm like, what, what? set it off? And he's just like, it's confidential. I can't tell you that. What? And then they just went about their business. Well, shit. Now I'm paranoid. Thanks. So no. the, I guess UPS <laughs> is Jack fine. Jack threw away the boxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the actual like, postal service. Who's listening to this right I now? Yeah. There, there were like whole posts. If you search like how to ship alcohol. Oh, there I Googled whole, the hell like, out of Reddit. it before I did it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now I started saving. Bo- I get Tavor, so I've been saving the boxes. And I just ship stuff in that now. Uh, you get what from Tavor? It's like this beer subscription service. Ah, uh, okay. If you don't know of it, please don't do it. It's I've seen it. I've seen it. It's dangerous yeah. because <laughs> like you give them your credit card and then they just post. You're like, oh, I want that. You said get it and they put it aside. Yeah. It's like, oh, that just charged my credit card. I didn't even realize it. <laughs> and that's how you end up with like 45 beers in a shipment. You're like, oh, about that. How about? Oh no. Are they good? Like, are they? they yeah, come it's in, just like, random quality? all over the country. Yeah. yeah. Oh neat. Yeah. Like, it's a really cool service for that reason. Just if you want to explore. Yeah. yeah. I imagine there's things like for wine and probably whiskey and stuff like, oh, like that too. Like yeah. different services, but. Yeah, anyway, but yeah, don't do that. But yeah, I, I save the boxes so that way when I send stuff back, That's and I get smart. some bubble wrap too if I need to. Yeah. But yeah, like, well, it was shipped this way to me and it made it, so I imagine I can ship stuff back yeah. that way. So. I'm going to have to yeah. save my Flaviar stuff. Yeah, so I subscribe to Flaviar, and it's, it's just pretty a fun cool. Name. It is. I, know, I was thinking so that too. Are, are, are they in this that? country or are they from the UK? Okay, so all my boxes come from um, Slovakia. Oh. From the motherland. Well, aren't you fancy? From my motherland, wow. yeah. Kind of, sort of. Like yeah, my grandpa's motherland. I've been disappointed since they shut off all the ones from the UK. Like, all the awesome bottles you want to find, they won't ship to the US anymore. So, just like. So, um, as, uh, not, so Master Malts doesn't ship anymore. Um, but there's another one that does. So, but yeah. So, Flaviar, like, you can get gin, rum, like, whatever you want. But they have a pretty solid collection of whiskey. That's such a cool thing, though, the idea of shipping whiskey or yeah, beer or whatever like it is. Like, but like that way you get to try it. Like yeah. you probably don't want you don't need a full no. bottle of that beer. No. Especially whiskey is more expensive yeah. than beer, but like oftentimes I find myself the same predicament. Like I'd rather just get like a taster size or something. Yeah. So I buy a twenty two ounce bomber of something and I'm like, right. okay, this is great. I think I'm happy to drink it all. Yeah. But I'd rather take five four ounce pours or four or five ounce pours of different beers if I could do it. So like yeah. I like the idea of like whiskey samples it's or awesome. scotch samples because it just for an explorer. Yeah. Like, the whole goal is to try as many as you can that's perfect. You're it getting is. a whiskey flight. You're getting a scotch flight. Exactly. So, like, I like that idea yeah, a lot. Yeah, and it's pretty affordable, and, and it makes it easy. And, you know, 
we were talking about how when you when you go somewhere, you like to like try a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. So I went to a Ren House. I don't know, three, four weeks ago, maybe probably three weeks ago, um, and they had the peach cobbler. Yeah, I never got there for that one. I wanted to. I had five. So you got to invite me to these things. I've literally never. I live down the street. Somewhere and had five of the same beer. What was this? What was it? At Ren House. Um, the Las Frescas, the Peach Cobbler. Oh, man. Those Las Frescas oh. are pretty amazing. a good amazing. series of beers. They really are, yeah. Blow my mind. I feel yeah. like I dread you guys into a beer conversation at the distillery, and I'm sorry about that. No, I think... Adam! Oh, I'm the worst. He no, is it's the good. worst. Freaking beer writer. Yeah. I say whiskey starts as a beer, so you're all right. Yeah. That's true. That is true. Oh, so it's not a very good beer. Whiskey, no. Is no. Like, <laughs> whiskey is like the advanced version of said yeah. beer. Like yeah. Whatever, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Like it grew up to become whiskey. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be whiskey. I want to be whiskey. I want to be a motherfucking hustler. I mean, that's yeah. what Santan went, right? They went for a brewery, now they're doing yeah. all their own stuff. And their whiskey's so. yeah. good. I haven't had it yet. It's really good. No, that's on my list yeah, of track. I got some people I need to talk to over there, but okay, I need to get some of this whiskey. That's the guy I need to talk to. All right, so I guess I'm not that cool. We all have the same hookup. He's my hookup first because he was ASU. He used to listen to the radio show on the station that I shall not name. So, haha. Oh, man. There's uh, some tension going on between these two. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I think we need to find another guest. I don't know who. Yeah, I'm tired of me. AZ. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. I was gone, but I'll get kicked off. (laughs) Guys, thanks for joining. Thanks, guys. Love you guys. All right, you guys are messing up my microphones over here. Oh, no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> You're good. No, I'm good. Can everybody hear everybody? Yeah. Yes, yes, sir. We're all here. Awesome. So I've got some special guests here, some uh, friends of the podcast. Oh, yeah. You guys have heard their name and heard me talk about how awesome their beer is. So uh, you guys want to introduce yourselves? Sure. Uh, I'm Sean Clark of Innocence Beer Company, and I'm here with my uh, brew partner, Chris Harder. Yep. Guys. Thanks for joining. Hey, thanks Thank for you. having us on. Yeah. We've had uh, the beer a few times on the podcast, and it goes over really well. Yeah, sure. we've yeah. Uh, we appreciate the yeah, uh, the so shares nice. and the publicity you guys have put out. So we're we're blown away that uh, you guys have even considered putting us on uh, and sharing our beers around the state. Man, it's cool. Ah, for sure, man. Yeah, and I it, just hit you up, and you're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, this guy wants to give me free beer. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> my wife's like, are you meeting guys online again? Yeah. <laughs> I've said that hey, to well. my wife so many times. Like, so I met this really cool guy online. She's hey, like, th- what? Like, things happen, man. I know. <laughs> it stops getting creepy after a while, right? I know. Yeah. yeah. But, it's like uh, the Love You Man movie. It's like, <laughs> hey, I don't know if he likes me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think she's even made that reference a few times. Yeah. But uh, but no, like, so I, th- I think at this point there were two or three, I think, that I've had so far. Three. You've had the, actually four. You had the barrel-aged mud honey. Yep. And you had the one mud honey with cherry. Yep. Oh, uh, that's right. The gallery show. Gallery show. Gallery show. And, then and then Grant's Big Grant's. Breakfast. Yes. Okay, so one of them was that with was Dark Sky. Uh, that was Mud Honey. Mud Honey, yeah. So, like, we brought some bottles up. We did a collaboration with them, which, side note, I never even got to try the beer that we made with them. So we did a collaboration. Except I never nice. got to try it. Oh, <laughs> hey, yeah. Good things come to those away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they said, dude, if it helps, it, it, it went over really well. People loved it. I'm like, all right, well, next time I'll get some. <laughs> um, but uh, but they were blown away. Like, they were, we had a few different beers, and they're like, oh, what's Innocence? I'm like, oh, we're going to try it and gave the shout out. And they were just, you know, it's not, it wasn't one of those things of like, oh, let's try it. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's really good. They're like, holy shit, this is really good. Yeah, because that was fantastic. Yeah. And that one hit the ABV really well because I yeah. think that came out uh, – uh, 10, yeah, 10, 10 and a half to 11. They, so, like, they thought yeah. it was lower because it, it just drinks so easy. It's yeah. 
really does. Yeah, dude, that, that that beer is one of my favorites that I brewed. So it's uh, it's I love the Belgian. I love a quad. Like yeah. I tried to when we made the recipe for that, we were trying to use like a Trappe Rochefort, uh, you know, Chimay Blue. That's kind of the the malt bill for it. And, Miraculously, it kind of came out that way, <laughs> and then we threw it in a barrel, dude, and then it just like developed into this gold mine. It was so good. So I hope that sat there for fourteen months. But <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we got we got we got lucky, man. Yeah. So it was cool. Nice. Yeah. Well, the beer shows too. Like the beer shows. I, I took one to Matt's. Uh, what's it, what's it called, Matt's? Not, what's the no, breakfast out? Uh, Grant's Big Breakfast. Grant's, I was thinking of Matt's <laughs> Big Breakfast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know. like, wait a minute. We need to do a baking collab with him. That yeah. would be amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a really good idea. Matt, if you're listening to this. I think it's Matt, right? Probably. Yeah, it is. I'd hope so. Yeah. Uh, but that was great superstition meadery. Those guys yeah. loved it, too. Um, yeah. So, uh, no, you guys are doing great things. So, how did it start? Like, how did you guys start this whole thing? Well, uh, Grant, uh, the namesake for the beer, and I have been brewing together for about five years, home brewing, just uh, just having a good time. And then, you know, we uh, we thought, like, maybe one day we could do something. So we just gave ourselves this this weird name. Actually, uh, the funny thing is, the, the story, we used to be called Big Ginger Brewing Company because Grant's a redhead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then his, his, little, his little son was born, who's also a redhead. He was, like, helping us out, like, waving the mash paddle around and um, like, oh, he's so innocent. We should use his picture as our beer. I'm like, innocence, that sounds cool. So kind of that's how our name started was the <laughs> nice. idea of, of Grant's little son being innocent, like the the, gerber, the Gerber baby or whatever it's called, but a little bit different. But, yeah, we just started brewing, and then we went a little bit bigger, and um, Grant met Chris, and Chris is like, dude, how serious are you to, like, maybe go commercial one day? Like, pretty serious. <laughs> so, and he's just he's been brewing us for about two years now, and. Yeah. getting the name out there so we appreciate him doing the hot the, the hard stuff because yeah. we, we like to do the brewing and yeah. kind of come up with some ideas and chris has got a bunch of those as well and kind of taking us to the next level so it's he's like cool. the marketing guy like the well yeah, i yeah. mean as, as far as marketing <laughs> yeah. goes for an, a non-commercial brewery yeah. but yeah it's cool that he's uh he, he likes to chat it's not, not something that i'm good at but it's uh chris is uh he's awesome man because he's, he's cool getting stuff out there so yeah it's uh I'm still learning on the brewery, <laughs> brewing side, but yeah. uh, it's just funny because uh, I met Grant at Liquor Express. Oh, really? Cal, okay. Cal introduced us. Yeah. And it was just funny because Cal was like, have you ever met Grant? And I was like, should I? And he like kind of pushed us together. I'm like, are you trying to set up on a date? And he's like, really? <laughs> yeah. like, he's pretty good at that. He set me up with a few people, too. Yeah. Uh, he's, <laughs> Cal, Cal's a great guy. But yeah, it's, and then it was just funny. I tried some of the beers and I'm like the hell this is really yeah. good yeah but yeah, yeah it's just and then it's kind of yeah it's, it's just kind of gone yeah so chris definitely is always the the sharer he brings way too much beer on our brew day and we've had many a, yeah. a drunk, <laughs> a drunk one of those. there's times where we've missed gravities we're like ah. i blame yeah. chris that's a hard balance though <laughs> yeah, right it is because yeah. you can't make beer without drinking beer like that's just well like, when you have a four-hour boil you're like yeah, hey. yeah. like the one the one brew day we actually were productive and we bottled some beers too but yeah then we drink (laughs) well that's what's interesting too is you guys are bottling beers like how do you like what you have like a big bottling line well no no, uh, (laughs) we we still home we still homebrew so we uh, we do it homebrew style so we just use a blickman beer gun um you know and i wish we'd have some counter pressure stuff but we don't so sometimes the carbonation is a little bit off on our bottles but that's to be expected based on a a homebrew style of uh bottling but most of our beers just keg you know, okay. all three of us have, you know, uh, keg setups yeah. at home. And 
Yeah. It's so much easier, but, you know, it's, it's harder to get beers out and, and be able to sustain for a while without putting them under pressure. And, yeah. So that's nice, nice idea to do with the carbs in the bottle. So. So I don't understand a lot about like uh, licensing, legislation, laws, all that kind of stuff. So what keeps a place like, let's say, Liquor Express, if they have like growlers, right? Yeah. What's keeping them from getting your guys' beer on tap? We would need a liquor license of our own. Okay. And okay. Because we can't this we can't this brew it and give it to them. Yeah. Unless they actually had the licensed brew, then we could actually just for them and they uh, sell it gotcha. under their name yeah yeah okay but yeah, it's, it's quite a, it's a kind of multi-tiered like you have to have a, you know a, a state of arizona microbrewery license then you also have a, a license to distribute alcohol and then you also have yeah. a, a license for the city you're in uh, so it's uh it's a lot of red tape um we're just not there yet so that's kind of the next step yeah so um, we're, we're, we're right at that Borderline. We're we're making that next step to nice. figure out where we're trying to figure out a location now and okay get everything together. Nice. So. Have you guys thought about 19th Avenue and Joe Max? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, a little bit north. Yeah. Uh, you considering know what? I get we're, that. we're kind of Central Phoenix, Tempe, yeah. uh, and Chandler <laughs> or Gilbert, but there's a lot of options. Like we even have some sort of option for next door. Oh, so, okay. We're toying with that, and there's, yeah, it's option it's, opportunity. It's, it's moving in the right direction, you know. We're you just know. any investors out there who's interested in Innocence Beer Company, <laughs> right? <laughs> Innocencebeer.com. So Reach out to any of us. When it comes to a license for you guys, is that do you have to secure a location before you can actually do the commercial side of it, or what's what's the next step in the process? Like, what's it take to to move to where you want to go? Yep. Well, yeah, so you're going to have to have a, a, a site license to be able to get a liquor, dist- or a microbrewery license. So uh, you can do distribution, but you'd have to brew through another brewery. So a lot of breweries do that type of thing, contract brew. So, yeah. you know, if we wanted to maybe talk to, uh, I don't know, Rinhouse or Helton or whatever, and perhaps they would be able, willing to let us brew on their systems. And then we would uh, distribute under our names if we had that part. We just don't yeah. have the just the, the, the microbrewery license, so uh, we want to have yeah. kind of have it all eventually. But you know, it's that's uh, that's our that's our goal eventually to get there. So because I know a couple of places they they contract brew through SunUp. Yeah, um, like Craft uh, Sixty Four. Right, right. They do that. Yeah, and then uh, Hop Central. Oh, Hop Central. I, I believe okay. they're yeah. brewing through them, too. Gotcha. And that new one that just came out today yeah, that Mickey uh, had on. That was uh, cool, cool. Greenwood. 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 Yeah. Greenwood. Yeah. That's yeah. Really cool. She's yeah. brewing with she, uh, uh, Freakin'. Freakin'. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. That's yeah. really that's that's a cool so a cool entryway to that. So, yeah. so we're looking at that. Like, there's so many different options. So we're yeah. trying to think of what's the right one for us. Well, so. keep making awesome beer. Hey, man. That's we, a pretty we, good start. Yeah, right <laughs> yeah, we have some barrels that are uh, being filled as we speak, so that's yeah. kind of, that's nice. cool. That's our, that's our goal. Nice. And you guys go around to, you, you get uh, barrels from, you've got stuff from Whiskey Del Bach, I mm-hmm. think, right? Yeah. From Adventurous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. I mean, like it's telling you, we just got their rye barrel, so yeah. Yeah. that's going to be a big Russian barrel style that's yeah. going to there. So and we have their rum as well. Oh, and that's nice. going to be, so it's the basic grants. But it's gonna be coconut. Wow! So. In the rum nice. barrel. Yes. Yeah. So. So is that your guys' like specialty? You like the barrel aged stuff? Yeah, I think that that's kind of where we are, man. That's we we all love it. We we drink the hell of it. So I think that's kind of what we want as <laughs> yeah. our as our identity, maybe. Yeah. Um, like our OPAs are good, but it's like there's still some 
tweaking that we need on them, but it's it's going. It's yeah. But I think all, if you ask any of us, I think we would all say that barrel aged stouts are our thing. Yeah. So yeah. I love yeah. the thick syrup. Oh man, chew on yeah. the stout. The, the right. thicker the better. <laughs> That's in my style. Opinion. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Grant's came out great like that. It's, yeah. I had a lot of friends there said like it could use like a little bit more carb, which I agree. But it's yeah. like it had the body where whatever doesn't need carb. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's our that's our thing, man. That's, I think we want to make a niche there, if, we, if possible. If there is such a thing in the beer world, is your own niche. But yeah, that might be it. Because I mean, there's a lot of Arizona breweries that are doing it, but nobody like has you know made it their thing yet. Dark Sky is doing a great job. Yeah, Brent House is doing an awesome job, yeah. and Tombstone did that whole barrel program. Yeah, but it's just not prevalent. So that and obviously, um, you know, uh, AZ Wilderness does their fair share, but that kind of would be something that we want to focus on yeah well if, i mean if you think about it though, i mean if you guys have been doing this for five years that's older than probably 70 percent of the breweries here right you know yeah, red yeah. house yeah. um wilderness like the top ones like they've been open four years or less right you know somewhere right. around that yeah. that area so um yeah we're, we were still we're still perfecting things i mean every time we brew we learn something new man it's just uh you know none of us are commercial brewers yet obviously so a lot of it is trial and error and continuing to, to improve our, our skill set. So I think yeah. we've come leaps and bounds from five yeah. years ago, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm glad so. I'm enjoying this part, this part of it then, you yeah. know. Yeah. We're, we're, we're <laughs> loving it too, man. So yeah. It's nice because it. we, we've had a lot of breweries too that they're, they were a game for us to try brewing on their system yeah. and even doing a club. Oh, so, wow. it's, so that's going to help us tremendously oh for sure that you're getting that recognition of yeah. them saying hey dude you guys know what the hell you're doing yeah, yeah it's i mean we're we're a home brewer and <laughs> in the brewer world the trading world and everything like people yeah. were in search of grants i was yeah. like i know it, it was blowing me away to like really this is a home brew man right. but yeah. it, I mean, it, well, it kind of was received too yeah like, like I mean, the labeling like it's it's legit like yeah. you look at it and you're like you could you could see that at the liquor store right you right know? Um, who does that? Like who does? Uh, yeah, that would be me. I did. I do yeah. a lot of the like, graphic design stuff. So. Nice. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's uh, it keeps me busy on the weekends. Coming up yeah. with new ideas for that. So. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. guys, thanks for joining. Hey, thank oh, you for thank having you. us on, dude. Oh, for um, sure, man. We love your show. So it's yeah. nice to meet you in person and yeah. and uh, share share our tale a little bit. I know every time <laughs> that Chris hits me up, he's like, "Hey, dude. I'm like, what's up, buddy? What do you got? What do you got?" No. <laughs> No, but I appreciate it, and I'm, yeah, I'm always happy to share right. it. So oh, appreciate everything. Anytime, awesome. anytime. Thanks, guys. All right, thanks. Thank you. On right now. Yes, let's do it. Yeah, because uh, I missed some real, real gold in, those, in the last couple of minutes. <laughs> There'll be more. <laughs> so I three. This is the first time this has ever happened. What's that? Three of the three people on the microphones are podcasters. Yeah. I think that's the first time. Woo, I'm, yeah. It's yeah. a podcast orgy. Ah, yeah. hey, Jackie, not listening to this episode. <laughs> 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 well, we, we know we have Paige with me uh, from um, uh, On the Rocks. Neatly uh, on the Rocks. Neatly on the Rocks. Yeah. And now we have a new podcaster. Yes. That's right. Who the hell are you? My name is Colleen. Colleen. I am from the Mormon Happy Hour. The Mormon Happy Hour. I know. One of the best names ever. You even have a pin on your shirt I, that says. Fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> a Mormon who's not a Mormon who swears. Yeah. I am a recovering Mormon. And, okay. And our show is the TMZ of Mormonism. The TMZ of Mormonism. I think that's our new tagline. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like Mormon gossip. Yeah. Yeah. 
because we cover and there's so much of it because they're ludicrous all the time. <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> I, I offended. As a recovering Mormon, <laughs> I'm, I'm offended. offended by this. So we basically cover the current events in Mormonism. We also include lots of life pro tips because we have lots of, of listeners that are noobs to the ex-Mormon world that uh-huh. have lived their whole sheltered lives thinking that alcohol is evil and that coffee Ugh. coffee is the devil's brew and, and all sex of these is things. super bad and sex has to happen with your 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 crazy Mormon undies on all the time <sighs> what is going on what is their view on Doritos because <laughs> that is the last strong <laughs> hope Doritos. that I had well they they're anti-pot Doritos. so Doritos there's kind of like you know hand in hand pot Doritos, oh. Doritos oh, pot. gateway yeah. drug yeah <laughs> So I'm, I'm sure we sure Doritos are the gateway drug to pot, so that's a no go. Okay. So, <sighs> so yeah, we offer lots of like life pro tips, which we that's where we talk about. We have drink suggestions, multiple drink suggestions, and every episode we have life pro tips where we get to talk about like Mormon sex myths or. Um, so you're drinking for the first time. These are some things to keep in mind. Oh, interesting. Because it's like. We never got to experience alcohol yeah. like a normal it's human like a, being. Yeah. It's like somebody who waited until they were 21 to drink. Or 35. Then, I was yeah. 35, and I'm like, what the fuck is this drinking thing? How do, how do I do this? What is this? What is this poison? Well, and that, it's delicious. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then I wake up feeling really bad the next day. Right. But then I do it that night. Yeah. So, so, yeah, that's our yeah. podcast. We have a whole lot of fun. There's got to be endless topics. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, you always think, like... It's a hard podcast because it's one of those things because we cover current events that my topics get chosen for me. And I'm like, wait, I don't want to talk about that. But I have to because it's like the biggest thing. Yeah. And so it's like it's kind of that struggle between like I want to own my topics and I have to talk about this. Yeah. So you'd think that and we do a weekly podcast. So it's like every week we have this like just we have to like cut, cut, cut because there's so many topics to talk about. Yeah. It's crazy. So. Thanks, Momos. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being so fucking crazy. <laughs> so the only thing that I knew about, so I worked with a girl who was Mormon, and the only thing I knew about Mormonism was from what I saw on the episode of South Park. Well, right? Which is, that is all factually based. That's what it's she crazy. said. That's what she said. But really, that is what she said. She, I told her, she's like, you know what? She's like, it's pretty accurate. It is. Yeah. It is. And, and I didn't have any doubt because South Park is amazing and they're geniuses, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. So, a lot of that stuff was, that was accurate. Yes. <sighs> totally accurate. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> 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 oh, man. That one blew me away. Like, yep. smart, 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 smart. <laughs> but that's kind of the story, right? The, it is. Yeah. It is. Like, it's the, it's the story that Mormons don't want to tell you because it's fucking embarrassing. Mm. But it's accurate. It is historically accurate. Yeah. They used to bathe in cinnamon whiskey. How strange right. is that? Wait, what? Exactly. So, <laughs> we did an episode. <laughs> we did an episode where we, we partnered with Paige for a little bit. And Kay. then we had one of our good friends. Her name is Christina Rossetti. And she's actually a, she's a master's student. She's writing a dissertation in religious studies. She's a recent convert to Catholicism. Yeah, which is also strange. Which is yes. <laughs> But she is obsessed with fundamental Mormons. And what mm-hmm. fundamental Mormons are, are polygamists. So they are a different sect of Mormonism. There's over a hundred different sects of Mormonism. 
That's S E C T X. Yeah. Not S E X. Okay. All right. Wow. That really blew my mind when I learned that. I mean, the sex are about sex, but you know, that's a different story. Or not having sex. No, they're about having sex with multiple wives. That's what they're about. Wasn't that a Queen Latifah song? Uh, sure. Let's talk about sex. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, I thought she was talking about Mormon sex, S-E-C-T-S. But she was not. So anyway, this Christina, she actually goes and spends time in the, basically, in the communities. Yeah. The communities is a nice way to say Like undercover? No, she's a, she... Is, she seems um, very open about it. Yeah, she's very open about it. Okay. She's an anthropologist. Oh. So she goes and she, they all love her because, I mean, she's a she's a lovable person. And she's gorgeous. She's amazing. She's, she's adorable. So all the dudes are like, yeah. What's her name? Her name is Christina Rossetti. <laughs> Where's my phone? Okay. C-R, no H. Christina Rossetti. Oh, he's like, I'm going to look her up on Tinder. Swipe <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. cover. <laughs> <laughs> But she, we had her on, um, we had, we talked to Paige first and then we talked to Christina and Christina shared with us some history that Mormons are never either don't know and would, if they knew, they would never tell you. But back in, um, what is it? Like the 1800s. 1800s, Yeah, like late 1800s. The very first Mormon temple that Joseph Smith ever um, built and, and started. Erected. <laughs> well played. That was the word you were looking for. I know that was the word you were looking for. <laughs> okay, but sorry. As part of the temple ceremonies that he began back in the 1800s, there was a washing and anointing, which they still do today. But back in the day, the washing and anointing happened in cinnamon whiskey. Yeah. Which, so she, so Christina coined the phrase "fireball saint." Fireball yep. Saint. <laughs> which is so oh, fucking awesome. Man. <laughs> yep. So she got to tell us all the history about fireball saints and yeah. how they used to bathe and. And they didn't even stop drinking alcohol until what? No, like the very much later. Yeah, I was gonna like say, why would they bathe in it but not drink it? But they were well, doing both. Brigham Young had a brewery. Like there was lots of yeah, alcohol happening. A lot of alcohol. Yeah. Before the the Shh. word of wisdom came down and shut everything yeah. down. Yeah. Maybe that was the start of the downfall. Yeah. I mean, they and then also said the Mormons for prohibition too, partially <laughs> assholes. Historic, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, I, so. I mean, we're gonna go with it. And the Taliban. It was, it was Mormons <laughs> and the Taliban. <laughs> And Tom Cruise. And Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. He's definitely responsible for that. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of underage wives. <laughs> what? Oh, hey. Oh, geez. We're getting off the rails here. Yeah. I like it. Keep going. What was that? <laughs> so how do people find your podcast? Because I'm, I've, I've already found it, so I guess I could tell people. Well, we're on, <laughs> we're on iTunes yep. as Mormon Happy Hour. We also have, our website is angelsonfire.org. Angelsonfire.org. Yes. yes. How'd you get the org? Dot uh, com was taken. <laughs> I like dot org, though. That's like official. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. A, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're you a, need to get in for the dot gov. to be a 501c3 pretty soon. Yeah, like dot org <laughs> means you are a nonfiction organization. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Right? <laughs> right. Shit, I could be a .org too. Yeah. Please go to my website, tapthataz.gov. Uh, <laughs> which I, I mean, somebody can't own tapthataz.gov. Dude, right? I love the name of your podcast. Thank you. It's, it's great, right? Epic. It's pretty awesome. It is. Oh, I like it. Perfect. It's like almost it. as good as Mormon Happy Hour, but you know, whatever. That was, yeah. You're so proud of you. Got a, oh, geez, how'd that happen? You got a button on your shirt. Okay, dude. Yeah, and I've got a cherry in my drink. 
a Luxardo I think that's a, cherry. It's like a, what is it? A Luxardo cherry. Is that even like a very, it's a very, very fancy maraschino. Wow. Whoa. It's black. Yeah, they're really dark. Yeah. What do they taste like? Like sweet cherries. <laughs> sweet cherries. That's what that's what cherry pie. Uh, <laughs> I think that was a mix of two songs. I know. It was Neil Diamond and Motley yes, Crue, I think, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> or wait, she, who sang cherry pie? She's my cherry yeah. pie. This Aerosmith? Guy, no. Was it? She's no. my warrant. Oh, there you go. That's right. That, right? Was, that was before I my don't know. Time. I mixed two songs. Yeah. On purpose. I just didn't know who That's the, a good song. Yeah. Cherry Pie? Yes. Or Sweet Caroline? No. Sweet Caroline is amazing. Remember, they used to sing that at the uh, Penn State games. Yeah. And they were like, no more. No more. Touching <laughs> me. Touch. I think it's a great song. Yeah. <laughs> but, Too much uh, touching. Yeah, I know. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> no <So>. more touching. <laughs> <laughs> no touching. <laughs> Well, awesome. Thank you for joining. Yeah, Everybody, thank you. check out her podcast, The Mormon uh, Happy Hour. Mm-hmm. We're also, we have a group on Facebook that is awesome. Hysterical. Yes. Sound like you said group on. Yeah, I did. No, group. no group on. We have a group a on. Group on <laughs> like, Facebook what can on you Facebook. get with that group on? I don't uh, think I want to know. Mormon Happy Hour merch, yo. Yeah. <laughs> you have merch? We do. Well, nice. we, we, we do coming. We just commissioned our brand new logo that is not this. This is the. Uh, I whipped it out um, by <laughs> mashing together Photoshop and free stock photos. I heard that, yeah. What did you say? <laughs> what, what did she say? It wasn't what she said. It was what you said. I just ripped it. Listen when the episode comes out. <laughs> yeah. This isn't fair. One hour and 17 minutes in. Just remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and. And, um, oh, so we have toyed with doing uh, Mormon starter kit or ex-Mormon starter kits where we'll uh, do oh, like. Oh, I can provide the whiskey for you. Yeah. There you go. So we were going to put in things like hair ties and, you know. Wait, what do you mean hair ties? Yeah. To hold what? your hair back when you're puking. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, they can't put their hair back in Mormonism? Like, what? Extra strong shampoo. Yeah. You know. For the floor. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. yeah some bags yeah so we're we're, we're working into the merchandise we got a new logo um it, we actually another podcaster who does the wallfly society did our logo so nice he's excellent if you need any logo work hit up um his name is rhett hall he is rhett to society rhett, rhett is gonna regret this rhett. yeah you're gonna get all kinds of weird calls his handle is rhett to society he's on every social media so r-h-e-t-t to society and he did our fantastic logo it's like yeah a, you sent that to me i'm excited it's, it's, it's cute it's like a neon sign yeah it's it. like a neon sign a retro neon uh, sign and it has catch. mormon really big and then it has a big old you know those arrows with the the bulbs and then it says happy hour and then it has a little uh embellishment that i was told after we had it done that's like uh mildly vagina and i'm like oh my god <laughs> it totally vagina. is so i'm like i want it i, I want really it wish it were full-on vagina is what <laughs> no, i'm here, really looking here, for i'll make that call <laughs> oh i'm seeing it right here yeah Did on you your face it? yeah let me see. That's mildly vagina right there. Yeah. See, look at look at that. Look at that. So you got you got the labia minor. I, I was wondering if go. labia would come up go. in this episode. I mean, and I was like, <laughs> and I was telling him every episode. <laughs> it comes up in every episode. Oh yeah, every time. I thought this would be the one that we would be able to skip it, but nope. <laughs> Hashtag labia. <sighs> and I told him, I'm like, I wanted it in a more feminine edition, and there it is. It's like a vagina with an afro, actually. Because, right? No, that's just the inside, yo. 
Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All right. All right. No, that's awesome, though. I love that's a That's a really great. Because it's great because it's like Mormon's the place. we got a happy hour. Here's the arrow. Exactly. And it yep. looks like it's got that bar feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. And it's retro because Mormonism is fucking retro. <laughs> and not stuck in a good the, way. They're stuck in the 1850s. Not in like real. the 1950-something like, Thunderbird retro where it's <laughs> awesome and like everyone wants one. Right? Except not Mormonism. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about Mormonism, but I feel like I'm going to learn a lot from you listening will. to this. You will. Yeah. You will. A lot of crazy shit. A lot of crazy shit. And this is all current. Like, we don't, there are so many other Mormon podcasts out there that will delve deep into the history. We are shallow. Yeah. Like, we'll dip into the history when it's necessary to explain a current event, but we're pretty, like, current. Yeah. So, anything. That's why it's the happy hour. That's a great name. Like, that's. Yeah. You go chit chat. I get genius. Yeah. Yeah. You talk about gossip. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, thank you. Thanks for joining. Thanks for having me. Yeah, awesome. Well, I'm going to check the podcast out right now. I got to go. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> Good. All right, I'm hitting Holy record right now <laughs> oh, no. because we've been missing some gems. I know. That's too bad you missed that so one. Yeah, that was are, a good one. Uh, we are here with uh, Jeff, Jeff, Yes, and one st- of the other owners here, yeah. and, and his girl, Star. My beautiful girl, Star. Hello. And the other... That's Cooper. That Cooper. is my weirdo doggy. Yep. Weirdo? Why do you call him weirdo? Oh. He's just a rescue, so he's still uh, getting all used to having all this attention. Wow. Uh, he came over uh, when I was in there getting a drink earlier. He came over and gave me a little sniff. Did he nudge you? Yeah, yeah, he did. I liked it, though. And then he was yeah. like, all right, I'm moving on. He <laughs> likes the attention. He, does. Does. he <laughs> likes to pretend he doesn't, but he does. Yeah, oh, yeah so like he like, looks away from you like, oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, he's like, totally like, pet me. Yeah. And if you uh, stop petting, he's going to come over and start nosing yeah, you. buddy. Like, what right. are you doing? Why are you stop petting me? So this is awesome. Like, this is a great event you guys have here. This you is got, really nice. Right? Yeah. Really good turnout. This is a great turnout. You know, yeah. and, and we got so lucky. We found Iconic when we first opened up. Um, they, they contacted me. I don't know how they found out about us. I guess maybe they were perusing the DSP licenses yeah. to figure out who got the alcohol license. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, hey, come on in. And we totally loved what they did. And so we put them on the menu immediately. Yeah. Um, and so uh, them. And then we also use um, uh, this Bitters Lab, Arizona Bitters Lab. So yeah. we got to use their bitters other in, in Angostura. And there again, try to keep it local because we are completely just as, as local as we can get try to get as many local grains in to do our products and, and we love these guys coming in so super psyched to have men here tonight this is a great turnout oh this is awesome yeah when Ch- and chase reached out to me i was telling i was giving kelly shit earlier well not giving good kelly no shit. you should totally. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was giving chase shit through through <laughs> kelly uh but i'm like chase reached out and and he's like dude you gotta come to the event you know i'm like dude i can set up a podcast he's like, great. yeah that's great and so where's chase He's, yeah, down, he's down the canyon. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. Exactly. He's like, loser. He hightailed yeah. out of he it. He did. He's like, yeah. okay, set this up. I'm gone. Yeah. Yeah. I told Kelly, I'm like, dude, you can go to have a Supai Falls anytime. <laughs> Not really. Not really. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm, I'm jealous. I want, I want to make it down there myself. Oh, no, yeah. Because he, he was talking to me about it. I was like, hey, you got two extra spots? I'm like, no. Because uh, yeah, I told him. Have you done it? Oh, yeah. I've done half a Supai. Yeah. It's absolutely gorgeous. You I, have to I, do yeah, half a Supai. Yeah, yeah. I want to do and that. that crystal, that aqua blue water. And yeah. then what's so funny is you take like a little jet boil down there to heat your water. Yeah. And there's so much lime and mineral. That's what makes the water so blue and green uh, is the, all the calcium in there. Okay. Uh, and then as you boil it off, your, your jet boil gets completely coated with this stuff. And it, it takes months for it to come out. It's like chalk inside of there. Oh, really? And yeah, you're thinking, I'm going to be peeing out kidney stones this entire time. <laughs> yeah. And that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wish. Dang it. <laughs> so close. Yeah. <laughs> so close. Yeah. <laughs> kidney stones, what I've always wanted. Right. So how did you get, uh, uh, 
I had a whole episode with you guys. You, you weren't here, though. Like, I wasn't. I, no, I, I didn't make you. that one. Yeah. Yeah. But here we are. We have you here. So thank you. Thank you. Your story. Like, what, how did this how did this start for you? I, uh, I moved up to Phoenix uh, 2010 or 2011. I took a job I couldn't refuse up here. And I met Kelly hiking, and like half the other people in here tonight, a bunch of hikers, and started doing a lot of hiking, and uh, Kelly and I were home brewers, and so we were brewing beer at home um, with some other friends. And beering, uh, brewing beer turned into some wine, turned into champagne. And if you look on that rack over there, see that still? That's a yeah. little Lambic still. That's our first two-and-a-half-gallon Lambic still. Did that used to be out front? Uh, or maybe they brought it out front when I did the interview yeah, with them. Or they probably the show. dragged yeah, it out front. Yeah. yeah. So now it would be completely illegal for us to make alcohol in that thing. Yeah. But it was totally legal to make alcohol for our cars. Uh. So the car loved <laughs> the rum, and then really thought, you know, maybe we should try whiskey. And car really loved yeah. the whiskey. So uh, we just like, hey, let's look at this as a business venture. And um, in 2015. Uh, Kelly and I flew up to Denver, did a uh, distilling class up there, which is pretty much more like, here's what you need to do with law, right, and, and, and your space you can be in and, and stuff like that. Not anything at all about how you actually distill alcohol. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our cars taught us how to do that. Uh, and then we just <laughs> we just uh, went on from there and, and applied for our DSP license. That takes two years to get that license. And we got someone who used to work for, the, it used to be the ATF. And now it's called the TTB, it's Trade and Tax Bureau, instead okay. of Alcohol, Tax, and Firearms. Um, and we got it in, uh, I think, like 18 months, uh, opened this facility. We looked all over facility. I mean, it, it took us probably six months to find a spot. And then, you know, we're back here in, this, in, in the industrial park, which kind of is like people are like, well, where are you? And, and it's unfortunate, but it, it, it's a matter of just having to have the space that has sprinkler systems available. Yeah, and, yeah. And then we're all self-funded, so to keep our costs low, this is where we were. Yeah. But it's it's starting to take off. Um, I don't know how much you talked to Kelly tonight or not, but we are going into Hensley. He's going to be representing us for nice. Arizona. I don't think you mentioned that. Yeah. I think you well, that's not. That yeah, for you. maybe I should be mentioning that. <laughs> maybe that's still not out there on the books yet. Um, we did sign a contract. With them. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so we will be distributed throughout Arizona. Um, so we're super psyched about that. And then, as you said, as you noticed, this place has grown a lot. We've got more rack systems up now. We've got a brand new 600-gallon still that hopefully next week we're firing up. Um, assuming that I'm in here all day tomorrow, I can get the control system up and running for it. And that's a big assuming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then uh, we're chilling systems. And then we're uh, modifying our two copper stills uh, coming up. Um, and it's just growing from there. We're just yeah. winding up. Well, I think it's cool because, uh, like you were saying, you had to keep costs down. Um, but you're doing it the right way. You're growing by creating a badass product. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. It's, it's been really hard. You know, I keep telling everybody, it's, you, you push on a rope. And eventually, you, can, you can't push a rope. But eventually, you, if you keep pushing, you'll hit the other end. And so we're hoping we finally hit that other end. And now we can start pushing that big boulder over the top of the hill. Um, I'd like to see it go that way. We're yeah. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> That's the goal, right? Pardon me? I think you guys are headed that way. I, I hope agree. So. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. I think it's you good make a for product. Absolutely. I think it's good for Jeff to to be here and on the relaxing end and yeah. see the fruits of all of their labor. Yeah. Um, to be here and have this place full and people enjoying it and repeat customers, it uh, it should feel really good. It is. It's interesting to actually make something that people consume. You're like, hey, I'm, I'm going to make this product and people are going to like it. Yes, sir. But then, then it actually comes to fruition. You're like, hey, we really That's are doing mind this. mind-blowing. Yeah, it yeah. Is, it's very interesting. So totally enjoying it. I love coming in on evenings like this and seeing it happen. 
We actually just went to saw Deadpool before we came oh, here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Oh, it was so much fun. Date like, night. It was, it's a much date night. Needed date. Yes, it was, much needed. Yeah, it was a much needed date night. We haven't had date night in weeks or longer. And so, and then we're like, okay, nearly days. 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 Yeah. So as dedicated as you are, then Star probably is is dedicated in her own special way. Thankfully, yes. She's sharing she's, willingly, sharing you she's with very, your passion projects. Absolutely, project. I completely understand. That's and awesome. uh, and I support it. You know, I'm That's here huge. when I can be, and and I like I like being here. I like being a part of she a does. part of this process. She does. I, I give it. I give credit to Star. She's come in several times and worked the bar for us when we didn't have any people to do it. She does. She used to be a graphic artist, so she had her own business for a while, so she knows what it's like. And she, you know, sometimes we can't get something figured out. We throw it over the wall to Star, and <laughs> she eventually throws it back over eventually. to us. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> so she's she's a big support. I couldn't do it without her. That's for sure. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's craft. So, so with this uh, podcast I do, it's I'd say eighty uh, percent craft beer, right? Because nice. I was doing craft beverage, coffee, wines, whatever. I say wine. I've never done a wine episode. I will. I'm open to it. Uh, <laughs> but it's mostly breweries. But I fell in love with the the craft beer scene, right? Yeah. But distilleries, same thing. It's great people, and I love it because it's an art, but then it's blue collar too. Yeah, like you can have a great recipe. But you got to work your ass off to do it, you know, to execute that. You really do. And you have to be really, really careful, especially with distilled spirits, because you can make a really crappy product really fast. Yeah. And you can also do stuff that, you know, might not be uh, what we would consider the right way to go about things, yeah. you know. And, and so just it's the two rules. Know what you're doing and then give a shit, right? Yeah. And, and it is very blue collar. I love it. I, like, I love the American whiskey stuff that we're doing. Um, we're still trying to hunt down red corn because we want to do red, white, and blue, and that will be next Fourth of July. Oh, if we can that, get that would be fantastic! Corn. Yeah, that'd yeah. be amazing. That'd be awesome. Right, and we're actually right over here. You can see this, these say blue corn. Those two blue corn. So we have our 100% blue corn whiskey. That's our first straight grain whiskey in there that will come out. We do have straight grain rye too. I'm, I'm, I misspoke there. Um, yeah, and it's it's so cool to see this whole thing come to fruition and actually look up on the rack and like, yeah, you know, we made that stuff and there's there's hooch up in those barrels. Yeah, <laughs> right. And then get yeah. periodically take, taste the hooch. We do periodically. We knock the knock yeah. the bung out and never never gets talked about. And never gets all talking about the bung. Yeah, <laughs> talking about the bung hole and <laughs> hashtag knock out the bung. Right? Oh, that's a good one. I like that. <laughs> you guys need to coin on that one. Yeah, yeah seriously. Too. I'll give you that one. Right. I'll give that one. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Unless we need new t-shirts, I love that. that. Right, that really good. Oh, right, don't forget that. I won't. She's got the steel trap. Right, mine. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, steel yeah. trap. It's called notes on your phone. I know. It's yes. Awesome. You guys are doing great stuff. Well, thank you. Glad you guys are doing events like this. And um, yeah, so. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate the time. Yeah. Star, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having Cooper, us. Cooper, thanks for Cooper. creeping yeah. around. Yeah. And, uh, He's creeping. <laughs> he loves it, though. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Cheers. Cheers.